7 o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Focus for maximum picture quality and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you. Um, some attention, please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling, transient loads of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide, radio for humans. And hey, everybody, we got a preview of Endgame today. And also the Avengers trailer came out. So welcome to the program. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Knock, knock. Who's there? Robert Mueller, motherfucker, opened the door. <laughs> Surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, uh, Rain from For Freedom's blog in Washington, D.C. Welcome to the program. Hi. Hi. Yeah. So, so, um, did I did surprise, I read motherfucker? That? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I, I think I read that Trump said that he's totally vindicated. Yep. Yeah. Yep, totally clear. He, he just sent out a tweet. It said, "Totally, totally clears the president." Thank you. And I put totally clears. <laughs> and I put what clear? I, I put what clears you? X lax after eating ten pounds of cheese because he was very. What the hell? Did he get an enema? I Melania gave him a gave him a Gatorade enema, gravy enema. I just I'm, I I saw that tweet. I saw your response, Ken, and I thought, really, you this is where you went after the news from Cohen and and Manafort that you're totally cleared. You were just implicated that, in two felonies. You were just implicated that, in two felonies. That well, might be the most gaslighting he's done. That might be his biggest lie yet. Oh, I don't think it's gaslighting. I don't think he read. <laughs> he didn't read it. Oh, dear Lord. I don't, could, I don't think he read that. He's sharp lighting and the matches keep getting wet. <laughs> I, just, I, I, was, I saw that and I was like, really? That's what you get? That's really. Yeah. <laughs> Proving That's that he can or doesn't read. <laughs> My God! Because everybody who's read that shit says he's in deep <laughs> shit. I I, I crack yeah, myself up with in, my shark He's in as much joke. trouble as we thought he was going to be in. Oh yeah, a little I, more. I, a I mean, more, I think. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, is that now we're finally getting, um, you know, verifiable proof. Yeah, people were playing down the collusion thing, but it turns out collusion, uh, interpreted as conspiracy to defraud the United States, yes. um, is on the ta- not only on the table, could be the main course. Yeah, it's on a glass this- table with no underwear. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. Uh, Ew. Uh, uh, <laughs> Ew. <laughs> you know what's even more gross is that if, it's, if we're talking about Trump, he also manspreads. Mm-hmm. 
So if he's sitting yeah. on the glass table, there's like spread legs, and we're seeing <laughs> you mushrooms. Wanted. You're gonna need Windex. You're gonna need the the uh, biggest Windex, the best Windex. You're gonna want to spill some gravy on that that spot. No. Oh, to block acid. Off. Now with our <laughs> no, famous hot gravy. <laughs> yeah, oh, put some God. biscuits and gravy right where that uh, that mushroom's showing through. <laughs> <laughs> Biscuit. Oops! Spilled my biscuits and gravy. Sorry. Oh, we've had like we've had like twenty disgusting analogies about this so far, and I love it. <laughs> uh, and I'm having no problem eating my chicken curry. It's fine. Um, <laughs> cast iron. You gotta have a cast iron stomach through for this administration. Um, well, let's get. I so much news broke today. Uh huh. They needed a new word for breaking. <laughs> How much news broke, Ken? <laughs> uh, well, this one I got, this is from like just today on Jake Tapper's show. So let's let's get to this one, and I guess we'll go through it uh, bit by bit. Um, but yeah, here's, um, here's, here's this. We have some breaking news. Federal prosecutors in Manhattan have filed their sentencing memo on Michael Cohen, the president's former lawyer and fixer, CNN's Shimon Prokipes joins me now. Uh, Shimon, uh, what are they recommending? Do they want Cohen to go to prison? Uh, let's just say, Jake, this is uh, not looking good for Michael Cohn based on my initial read of this. It's 40 pages, so we're still getting through this. But yes, they are recommending uh, significant jail time. Uh, more importantly, uh, I think what people need to understand there, uh, what this filing says is that uh, they are not filing uh, any kind of cooperation agreement, this 5K1 letter on behalf of Michael Cohn so that he would get a downgrade so, so uh, in his prison sentence. And why this is important is because what they say here is that Cohen repeatedly declined to provide full information about the scope of any additional criminal conduct in which he may, may have engaged or ha had knowledge. So Says all who? along, I think what's important here is that we've been led to believe uh, that Michael Cohen has been fully cooperative with the special counsel, with the U.S. attorney's offices. And if you read that statement there uh, in this filing, that doesn't seem to be the case, Jake. So Says in who? all this, it, it appears uh, that they are asking for significant jail time and like i said it's a pretty lengthy document it's 40 pages uh but there are some significant significant headlines here uh, and perhaps maybe we're not going to learn uh, as much as we expected about the special counsel's investigation and this is looks to be more uh, so far about michael cohen uh and issues that he could possibly be facing now in terms of the, the jail time significant amount is what they're asking for here says who yeah <laughs> so, uh, so here's the question I, I asked you guys. Surprise, and I, I motherfucker! Put, Go ahead, Ray. I just want to put this out there. This is from the Southern District of New York, and mm -hmm. I, I've heard. I listened to CNN a little bit today. I listened to MSN, NBC a little bit today. Admittedly, I didn't listen as much as I could because you know I'm trying to get my holiday shit together, people. But uh, yeah. This 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 is the um, the Southern District of New York. This technically this is not the special counsel. From everything that I'm understanding. Mm hmm. So, special counsel. Now, the other thing that I've sort of understood, and maybe I've misunderstood, is that Cohen has been working with special counsel, you know, as a side gig. 
<laughs> just to put it nicely. Moonlighting. So this is yeah, this is special. Ca- uh, this is SDNY's, you know, reporting yeah. saying no, this motherfucker needs to go away for a long, long time. But we've also heard that he is working with with the special counsel's office, and I think the way I've understood it is that that means that we're going to be waiting for a report from special counsel. Uh, well. No, you got the report. I, I think what happened was in Cohen's sentencing memo, there were that two. Was, but that there was, were two memos. Okay. One was from the Southern District of New York that recommended three and a half years of prison and a hundred thousand dollar fine, saying that the only time he, the only reason he's remorseful is because he got caught. Basically, we raided his offices. We got all the documents. We had him cold. What was he going to do other than right. come clean? And he did. And that, you know, okay. It's a five-year on the other end of the spectrum in the sentencing guideline. So instead of five, we'll cut it down to three and a half. But he still has to sh- show substantial time. However. That was the, the SDNY, right? right. However, okay. Mueller said that he, and this was very important, that he gave substantial cooperation when it came to a 2015 Attempt by the Russian government to coordinate with Cohen. Okay, mm-hmm. synergy. Synergy, which That's is a nice it. way to say collusion. Yeah, which is a nice way to conspiracy. Whenever I hear synergy, I feel like you know we're going to see kittens yeah, on in, wall calendars from the nineties. Yeah, hang here in there, in, baby. And here in sync on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> but, but. Basically, what they're saying is is that Cohen's cooperation with Mueller's specifically gave them information on the core thing they were looking at, which was direct coordination between the Trump campaign and the Russian government. Yeah. Okay. That's what was important about the Mueller memo. And he's saying – and I think for that reason, because the the two are interlinked, they reduced – the five-year sentence to maybe three and a half because of the important information on the core thing that they were looking at, which is Russian and Trump coordination. It's just synergy. Very 90s. We love, we love which, synergy in the 90s. Oh. And we also love core values, right? Oh, core right. values in Mother Russia. Am- core values you. Way too wow. many annual reports where I had to do designs for Synergy and and make core value graphics. It's the only bad Jesus. 90s music I could find that I had. Um, Did you ever do uh, inverse <laughs> paradigms? They, they were big <laughs> when I was a man. Fucking corporate I, I, speak. I, 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 I fucking hate did. corporate speak so bad. Oh, yeah. That that's was that when I was a manager. The, the big thing was inverse paradigms but that, that's oh, yeah. what it comes down to this whole synergy thing and core mm-hmm. and stuff it does it's corporate speak thank you for bringing that up we just discovered um, 90s in mother russia yeah we we we, uh, well, we, we so have a corporate we have a mission statement we like to share with with everyone <laughs> allow us to demonstrate our synergy <laughs> that we would like to share with the rest of the world we would like first to start inversing the paradigm Yes, inverse oh that paradigm. Paradigm upside down. <laughs> so the Mueller, the Mueller memo is is. Yes, it's it separate. says in, it's in separate. Russia, paradigm inverse you. Well, I, please bear with me. <laughs> yeah, go. Honestly, go. please bear with me. It is separate from the SDNY thing. 
So Southern District is saying, throw the book at him. Right. However, and, and Mueller and Mueller over here is saying maybe not so much because he's helping us with our investigation over here. There are two investigations still. Right. Right. Basically, what you have is three memos came out today. Well, technically two, but one of them was in two parts. And the Cohen memo was in two parts. Mm-hmm. Mueller's saying, look, I understand that he's he's a liar, and the only reason he can't clean with you guys is because you raided his apartment and had everything. <laughs> <laughs> what could he say? Yeah. And uh, But in his cooperation with me, uh, he gave us unknown information about a contact between him and the Russian government. And that was the, uh, the uh, oh, I forgot his name, the Russian's name, but uh, basically... Oh, you're talking about uh, Konstantin Kalimnik? Konstantin Kalimnik, right, exactly. Yeah. Konstantin Kalimnik. And that was key to their, their core investigation. And so, you know... Core value. Court of value, and then you know, inverse paradigm. So, uh, um, so basically, they they lopped off eighteen months of a five year because they wanted to throw the whole five years at them. They lop off eighteen months because Mueller Gate put in a good word for you, but you're still serving three and a half years, and you're going to pay a hundred thousand dollars fine, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> they, didn't put, they didn't say they didn't say that. Surprise, no, motherfucker. Yeah. Here you get. Surprise, it. motherfucker. Uh, synergy. What's wrong with good old Russian American synergy? Uh, like rain. When I was reading this, I was saying, "Oh, the the memo came out on Cohen," and then Mueller came out and says, "Oh, now that must be the Manafort memo." And I think, "No, no, no, no. They're still on Cohen. It's just that the the Cohen memo was in two parts." It's just lots of moving parts. We just want to, uh, uh, you know, well, like Cohen has got some wiggle room to still reduce his sentence. Oh, sure. Yeah, they they made a point of that, that, that even when he's in prison, which he will be, um, uh, he can still reduce his prison time with valuable cooperation. That that doesn't go away because he's sentenced, or even because he's in prison. Pretty, pretty sure at a certain point, Mr. Mueller, Mr. Mueller, is going to hand him the Sammy Gravano, Sammy the Bull Gravano book of how to get out of jail. <laughs> you know, like every now uh, and then, I'm just reminded that Sammy the Bull Gravano was in jail for a number, yes, many, many murders, mm-hmm. and he he pretty much got off scot free because he gave up Gotti. Mm-hmm. And this is starting to remind me of that. And Cohen isn't above doing that. I mean, for you, we can see from what they said Cohen about Cohen has more soul than Gravano ever did. Well. But the point is, the New York prosecutors are saying, you know, you know what? Uh, not much. <laughs> so, you know, th- thanks for helping Mueller, but that doesn't help us. You know, yeah. you're still going to jail. Yeah, this is this is fascinating. Mm-hmm. I yeah. I just would like to wake up one morning, and I mean, I woke up this morning, and in our chat, Joe, I can't even remember what he posted, and I was like, I can't read this now. The coffee is not even done brewing. <laughs> I know. <laughs> And I, 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 I had to have to be a cup of early. coffee before uh, the whole Trump shit show invades my day. Well, let me tell you how that happened. The dogs got me up at five thirty. <laughs> <laughs> okay, they wanted to go outside, so I sent them outside. And by the time I got them adjusted, Morning Joe was on, 
And God, don't you know, as <laughs> soon as Morning Joe comes on, this guy starts tweeting. And I mean a tweet storm. I mean a five-tweet dot, 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 dot connected storm. He's been off the charts since yesterday. So I had to put that up there for you. No, I understand. So, you'd have, so you'd have a nice breakfast. No, with, I, with, you know, I, I understand, I understand, Joe. With mushroom eggs. I, I understand, I understand, but it was like, no, I can't, I can't read this. I didn't even open up, I didn't open up Waypo, I didn't open up Twitter, I opened up Facebook and then my messenger, and I was like, no, no, no. I don't yes. have any deals with Russia. Oh. You need to think outside the box going forward. In the hit the ground running with uh-huh. uh in, in find that magic bullet. <laughs> and uh don't bring me problems, bring me solutions <laughs> like uh how solutions. do you <laughs> solutions. <laughs> and we uh, in Russia solutions solve you. <laughs> yes. God, he is really in deep, deep trouble. Synergy yeah, trouble. He's just synergy. He's just thinking outside the box. Although Paul Manafort and Michael Cohen thinking inside the box very soon. And hopefully, Trump as one as, well. uh, as one legal expert said, uh, Mueller has now reached ramming speed. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's. Yep, he's on ramming speed. It's like. Yep. Wow. He's going to take him out. He's going to take him oh, out. They no. said so, the only difference this guy said was he's, he's at ramming speed. The only thing is, is he going to hit the? Is it going to be a family affair or is he going to do the whole thing at once? Like even even all the friends, like Stone and Corsi, or is he going to just nip off the family one at a time? I don't know. Sorry, I try to I find don't a foghorn. I have to tell you, I just found something on the internet. Oh yeah. I found the corporate BS generator. Oh, nice! <laughs> oh, I, that's me. You could that could be me. I'm going to put that in the. I'm going to put that in the chat. But that could be me because I used to generate all the corporate BS. I don't know. Did you ever authoritatively authoritatively redefine cross-function initiatives? Credibly no. engage adaptive potentialities. <laughs> Did you ever compellingly communicate proactive materials? No, but I turned up. I turned. Because I'm, I'm pretty sure that Michael Cohen did not. No, Michael progressively not more efficient ROI. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll tell you what I did do. Mm. I, <laughs> I had uh, uh, a fully redundant data center. Of course you did. <laughs> oh, very, very nice, very synergetic there. Yes. And it was to con- was it to conveniently streamline dynamic strategic theme areas? God. Okay. Rapidly yes. eviscerate <laughs> premium supply chain. <laughs> I'm not even reading the one you do because I have these memorized. There you go. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yes. Uh, of course you do because you can compellingly. I iterate customized applications, Joe. Yes. <laughs> Intrinsically oh, architect in pandemic full, innovation. In full, in full redundancy. <laughs> synergy. God damn it, synergy. No, we had full redund- redundancy. Oh my God. Objectively aggregate yeah. client-based schemas. <laughs> See? <laughs> it's... 
Oh, I hate that. Why shit. do I have? Why do I have a feeling like Cohen and and we had to we had non-Trump always... members of you know non-Trump family members. This is how they talked. It's we all on get, tape. We always had to had to get Seven. buy-in by all these stakeholders. <laughs> I love the it's synergy music. It's important to get all the buy-in from all the stakeholders. This is perfect. Oh, yeah. I just have a new Which one was, for the what? Moscow Tower deal. Oh yeah, what's Trump? that? Yeah, Cohen told Trump we're going to enthusiastically brand the independent innovation called Moscow Tower. Oh, that's synergy. That's uh, a better dime. Yo, I, here's one. Here's some synergy for you. Uh, uh, progressively plagiarized, hyperscale, outside the box thinking. <laughs> Surprise, motherfucker! I, I'm really, I'm really quite sure that this is how Cohen talked. Mm-hmm. Because he didn't, he he kind of figured nobody knew he was being listened to. God, I love corporate speak. Oh, it's yes. so I, irritating. I love it as much as I hate it. <laughs> yeah, we uh, please know that. I, had I just hope we can we can actualize more corporate speak on the show going See, forward, so I we can hit we the ground running next episode. Yes. <laughs> as long as we have buy-in. Yeah, at the, stakeholders. at the end of the day, there is no magic bullet to solve this problem. Um, no. So, well, there God. is one. You should bring, always bring me solutions, not problems. Well, if the situation on the ground allows. <laughs> <laughs> I hate this well, shit. When I hear people. On the ground? And when I hear we people. We literally saw it synergy. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, what the hell? What the hell? Um, yeah, syn- Synergy, Russian brand Synergy. We just found the 90s. All the bad parts of the 90s in Mother Russia. <laughs> Boy <Yes>. bands. <laughs> synergy. And now, in concert, in sync. <laughs> Ross and Rachel. In- so. <laughs> Ross and Rachel. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> we love Ross and Rachel. Oh, <laughs> what will happen with Russia and Rachel? I'll be there for know? you. Do we know? Do we know? Ah, Seinfeld! Look at this! Uh, Susan, what Look was it? If you find the synergy, it could be a win-win situation. Oh, God, yeah. At the oh, end of the day. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, when I see people uh, on TV say, at the end of the day, I flip them off. Oh. At the end of the day, shut up! Just say basically. <laughs> say basically. I, have, I mean, say ostensibly. I don't care. Just for at the end of the day. Uh, a friend so of mine dumb. used to used to throw things at work when each some would say at the end of the day. Yeah, he would just things in the air. Like, don't say that. I hate that. Don't yeah, or, you know, situation yeah. on the ground. I hate that. That drives me crazy. I heard somebody say at the end of the day, the situation on the ground, there, there is no magic bullet to fix the situation on the ground. I swear to God, I heard somebody say that on, like, Fox one time. Uh, I think it was during the Iraq War, and they were like, at the end of the day, there's no magic yeah. bullet. It, you know, though, yeah. there's no, and they say there's no silver bullet. No, the phrase is fucking magic bullet. Silver bullets are in the Lone Ranger's pistols and used to kill werewolves. Only two Thank things. You. Magic bullet is used yeah. for everything. 
<laughs> and you know, you're right, Ken. That's and that's the bottom line. That's the bottom line. Oh, dear God. <laughs> Buck stops here. <laughs> um, <No. laughs> oh, dear God. How did I know oh, that this boy. would somehow devolve into corporate speech, speech doofbaggery? I'm sorry. I mean, I'm or why am I... Uh, no, no, it's it's perfect. Because it is. It's like, you know, oh, look at this. Look at this good stuff from America. We missed out on all this corporate speak. Yes. This is great. And, and George, and, and, and we, we never knew George Costanza. Oh, in <laughs> oh. the Kramer. Yeah, I'm sorry. That my, <laughs> I got nothing for a Russian accent. It sucks. Um... But uh, yeah, it looks like uh, looks like uh, what's his face? Uh, Cohen had his fingers in many sinister borscht's, my friends. Um, <laughs> yes, yes, and, uh, and some sinister borscht that he he doesn't want to talk about yet. Yeah. So, so yeah, like so. I don't even know. Yeah, I don't even know where we're gonna go with all this uh, at the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but you know what, Ken? The bottom line here is this. Um. Uh, either does Mueller. <laughs> uh, well, I think Mueller knows. I think I don't. I think the White House is. Uh, I think you're going to see a lot of resignations coming up soon because they don't want to go to jail or incur large legal fees. Yeah, they don't want to think inside the yeah, box. Yeah, I think the latter is. <laughs> no, is no, the latter. no. That's the one thing you don't want to do is think inside the box. They want to distinctively deliver cloud-centric sources, is what they want to do. Oh, God. <laughs> and globalize, incentivize impactful action items. Oh, my God. Yes. Because, I you, your... team, because you do team building by getting the stakeholders sure. to buy Com- in. Completely coordinate, pro- completely coordinate front-end ideas. Or synergistically, synergist, I'm still reading this, synergistically <laughs> embrace open-source information. Yeah. Or That's proactive. pretty much what's happening in the White yeah. House right now. Sure. In other yeah. words, we need to get our stories straight. Yes. <laughs> yes. They need to pra- proactively engineer cloudified leadership. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and dramatically brand one-to-one materials. I, you know what? <laughs> or in, in, in layman's terms, we got to get our stories straight, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Completely yeah. develop plug-and-play alignments. I, I can't. I can't, just, this... Okay, January third cannot come fast enough. No, it really, it it really can't. Well, you know, until then, we should enthusiastically pontificate enabled sprints. See, 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 and competently redefine technically and sound relationships. I don't see how I could be any more clear. (laughs) 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 And uh, yeah. Uh, and completely network end-to-end manufactured products. We're good to go. Okay. So I, that's that's my way I of saying. I just apologize to everybody tonight for giving me that link. <laughs> yes. No, I'm, I'm just trying to. Awesome. I'm just trying to appropriate appropriately uh, iterate uh, intermandated supply chains. So I'm yes. trying to do. Uh, anyway, that means it's time for a break. <laughs> yes. Uh, so we can get on to our twenty. 20- 24-7 action item. I don't even know. Anyway, was, Heather, Heather said uh, that she saw that Kelly spoke to Mueller and will be gone soon. I says, yeah, that was the news that Rain's complaining I fed to her before coffee. Yes, <laughs> actually, that's true. I was like, that all is, right. Yeah. She, uh, I can't. Like about an hour later, she said, all right, I had my coffee. Now I can read that. <laughs> it's true. Well, yeah. Yep. You, you have true. to. Kelly's still there. 
you have to phosphorescently negotiate open source portals. I mean, there's no other two. There's well, no two ways about it. Portals. Breakdown. Telling you right now, I suspect Trump needs a huge portal. <laughs> oh, I'm sure his portal has opened wide and is just like propelling him around the uh, the Oval Office in a in a dizzying circle. You know, is he at the White House tonight, or did he go out on the road? Oh, he came back. He was tweeting on well, the way back. But, but, but. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> I was going to play right. big, big dirty asshole. His big dirty asshole. But his portal. <laughs> well, but, 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 but Trump. Trump uses him like a prophylactic. He just shoves ISIS up his big, dirty asshole. Russia. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) we got to go to the break. We'll be right back uh, with uh, lots more conveniently negotiate team building testing procedures (laughs) right after this. (laughs) Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. If you've got a chair, sit down. Relax, I, I'm not, I, got, I got some stuff to say here. Broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com.
Hi, I'm Tim Coromall, host of The Tim Coromall Show. And I'm Joe Santorsa, co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern. Right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial Radio. All the power without the tower. Yeehaw! Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Come on down to Southern Progressive Revival to hear the best and worst of Southern politics once again. We've got all brand new episodes for the low, low price of 100% free and tons of extras, including guests, rants, and flustered hosts and co-hosts. Think your credit ain't good enough? We don't care. Think you don't have nothing to hear since you ain't from the South? Well, that ain't right. You reckon that Yankee pick feller's got more class than us? Well, that might be true. But let's do this. Come listen to Southern Progressive Revival live every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Come now, and we'll throw in a free pine tree air freshener. Wow! Hey everyone, this is Rain. And Bobber. From, from 4freedomsblog.com. And we'd like to continue the war on Christmas by wishing everyone at India Media Weekly and turn up the night a happy holiday. Yeah, that's right. A happy freaking holiday. Merry Christmas. Not in this liberal utopia. Happy, happy holidays, holidays and, and don't, don't drink the green eggnog. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott! What is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way. Totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God! They've killed Kenny! You bastards! What a worth It's showtime! It is, it is showtime. Welcome back to it. Uh, Turn up the night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com, where we're synergistically moving forward. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, synergistically morphing to go forward because it's a win for all at the end of the day. And, of course, welcome back to the show, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, who has unleashed this uh, corporate BS <laughs> bullshit, uh, corporate BS uh, website objectively- on the world. I've objectively enabled all of you. Well, yeah, and I've conveniently aggregated uh, revolutionary experiences. Uh, (laughs) And, of course, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the electric city, uh, where he... uh, He's appropriately right shore superior e tailers. (laughs) (laughs) I am crushed by the paradigm. (laughs) Well, you know, I will hand it to you because you're able to seamlessly incentivize scalable functionalities, Joe. I appreciate that. I told you that's because I get buy-in by all the stakeholders. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you can. And by, the, by the way, if you have st- if you have stake, how would you like it done? 
<laughs> um, <laughs> I would like it done accurately. I would I would like it done with you with you utilizing your uh, energistically fashioned vertical leadership skills. I only had horizontal. <laughs> I had no vertical leadership. Well, can you uniquely restore unique growth strategies? No, I undermine them. Or continually visualize focused opportunities. <laughs> this is insane. I love it. It uh, is. Synergy on Turn Out the Night. Oh, we love our synergy here. Here, where we conveniently innovate back-end communities. And also distinctively like pro- product the size, resource level, and quality vectors. <laughs> all, I, all, I, all I know is on your last... And your last performance review, you hit rock bottom, and since then you've been digging. Uh, well, I'll just have to seamlessly reinvent technically sound uh, info meteories. <laughs> oh my god! Some of these things aren't even words. No. I guess I mean seriously, they need to energistically target multidisciplinary growth strategies if they want to get this uh, get this right. I, I'm still, I'm going over some, one of the adjectives is pandemic. Yeah, I know. What the hell? Pandemic. I don't know. Hmm. I think that might have come from when they interactively repurposed an expanded array of quality <laughs> vectors. What's your vector, Victor? Uh, oh, God. What's your vector? So, so, you know, in light of everything that's happened with Cohen today, I think um, for for Tuesday's show, I really think I want to start looking into all of the known recordings that we have of him. Mm. From before all this stuff came down, I um I was like going through some Twitter stuff, and um, yeah, he he recorded a lot of stuff. Says who? Uh, yeah, says Michael Cohen. <laughs> uh, who, says who? Never heard of him. Uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, these- I I just came across something where um, I, I I remember the backstory. I remember the backstory. Evidently, I think it was the Daily Beast or one one of the publications who wanted to come out with a uh, a story about Ivana, about Ivana Trump. Mm-hmm. And here's here's the transcript. You're talking about Donald Trump, a private individual who never raped anybody. I understand that I know where you're going with this story, and I know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. I know where you're going with it because of the Daily Beast and yourself. You're a bunch of disingenuous bastards. And mark my words, to date, it's 417. This will be the day that you will regret. I know where you're going with this stupid story, and I know what you're planning on doing. And if there's any interference whatsoever, whether it's in the headline, any aspect of your article that indicates a rape, and I don't care if it's a small fucking line that you're going to throw in somewhere, mark my words for it, I will make sure that you and I meet one day while you're while we're in the courthouse. So that is on tape, and I don't have it in front of me. That is on tape, and everybody mm-hmm. thought that that was a story that was supposed to be about Ivana Trump. And yeah. in the past couple of weeks, um, I don't know, there's been a little story about Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, yeah. And I kind of don't think he was talking about Ivana there. There's so much criminality going on here that we just, uh, this is just, you know, I mean, 
every uh, I, I I love this. I you know, and I, I love going back to this. I, I I wring my hands with delight. I, I I steeple my fingers and tap them together. When I think of all those Trump cultists a year and a half ago, um, saying, "Surely this investigation is almost over," <laughs> and they're like, yeah. "Oh, now that this is now that the Mueller investigation is nearly at a close." Oh, really? Really? Oh, guess what? Surprise, motherfucker. It's still going on, and this is just the tip. The tip of the Shartberg. Yeah, it seems like it's getting bigger and bigger. Oh, yeah. Like, all of these little, you know, um, incendiary little, like, I'm trying to get off of my corporate speak, but the little tentacles tentacles that are over here that seem to lead to nowhere and over here that seem to lead to nowhere it's really possible that all of this is going to lead to one big huge criminal conspiracy like i i I think even bigger than what we're seeing now i'm yeah i I think this is going to appropriately engage team building alignments within uh um... (laughs) (laughs) or or is or as that one, as the one pundit said, he's reached ramming speed. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It, wow. I mean, this is amazing. This is amazing. It's going to collabor- uh, collaboratively expedite alternative alignments. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to stop now. I'll stop. I'll go back to the chat room. Uh, but yeah, this is um, <laughs> this is mushrooming. <laughs> um. And uh, it, it's all the it it's it's it's, a, it's not the small orange kind of mushroom either, um, but uh, <laughs> so yeah, this is uh, this is uh, this is crazy. This is so crazy, and uh, you know, just the ever and, and now the the uh, more came out um, about Fredo. That's smart, uh, <laughs> Owen. Uh, I can handle things. I'm smart. I'm like everybody says, like dumb. I'm smart, and I want respect. And uh, well, you know what I would, you know what I would say to. And Fredo, I want a big you? magnet to erase all those tapes. You know, you know what I would say to you, don't you? <laughs> What's you that? should go back to your station and leverage your core competency. Oh God, there you core go. competency. Oh dear God. <laughs> yes. Or what, you know. I swear to you, I had a supervisor who said that to me in a meeting. To my face. Really? That you should go back to your station and leverage your core competency? No, leverage your core competency. And I remember thinking, what what does that mean? I have to design a a visual aid for doctors. That just makes me want to do the little crank beside the hand and raise the middle finger, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Which I I, I do remember saying, "I I don't quite understand what you mean. Well, I think what he was telling you was to action your deliverables. Well, it was a woman, but which yeah. is why I was able to question her. What about actioning well, action, actioning your deliverables? <laughs> it just sounds like she was just trying to authoritarily disintermediate front-end infrastructures. Well, she was. She <laughs> was. progressively exploit standalone methodologies. I mean, 
Okay, you, you asses. And fungibly See? grow cloud-centric <laughs> scenarios. See? I just I just called you two asses, which is why I was never ever the head of a department. She, no. hey, I would be there's like, nothing wrong with somebody trying to dynamically promote real-time applications. Yeah. No, what like, you have to do, Rain. Application. What oh, you have to do, Rain, is, is 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 to <laughs> what you have to do is is to, is to define your 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 measure of work to complete and basically uh, do a dynamic, provocative version of your to-do list. Yeah. Does yeah. anybody, just as a side note, to hear how mansplainy all of this is? Oh, yeah. Oh, so <laughs> to much. Be very, very honest with you. <laughs> yep. I mean, and that's why I brought up it was a woman, and I couldn't believe that she said that, because I felt like, really, Diane? You know, I have to I- tell you, though, in my corporate world, I worked only for women. Did they every, use every, that? every one of my superiors were yeah. were, were female. Every one. But the, the you do understand labor, what I'm saying, though, right? Labor, yeah. The secretary. This was crafted labor. by a bunch of douchebag yuppies. This language. Yes. You know. But but Ray, my secretary labor was a, a female. Her assistant was a female who was directly over our call center, and my call center uh, director was a female. And did you have to deal with this corporate? Structure, yes. <laughs> Even with them, really. Well, of course, because because they 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 really, um, they really. Uh, <laughs> I hate to say it this way, but they bought into it. <laughs> well, well, that um, gets back to what I was just yeah. saying about my 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 boss back in the day. Well, where I, I just like yeah. really. Well, I have to. Stop I, to had say a, my, I, I had a. I had a down they were they i'm were, not saying it's all were, men and no. i don't want to get into this it's all men or no. all women and i know you're not, not all men things, i know you're not saying this that corporate speak comes from top down yeah and it just sounds like it's mansplaining ignorant. it's ignorant um and yeah i because i used to have a female manager who used to say oh oh uh here let me contract with you and i'm like what yeah contract with me <laughs> that's fucking stupid are you a robot uh, <laughs> Robot. Yeah, I mean, really? Robot. <laughs> I just. No. Are, are you going to hang I, out with Steve Bannon at a convention later? I mean, if you if you were to take all this stuff that we're joking about and then go back to like the you know the sentencing memos, which mm-hmm. you know that is that is like lawyer speak. Mm-hmm. But I I got to tell you, I appreciate that because it doesn't it doesn't condescend. No, it you're right. You know, speak down. It's like this, this, and this, and we suggest this, this, and this. Oh, this yeah. we do not suggest because this person was a douchebag. I- yeah, it's it's carefully to- structured and worded uh, as any good legal document should be. Uh, unlike ones that I don't know, Rudy Giuliani might you know, fall asleep while oh, trying to draft damn on. damn Rudy Giuliani, really? The ghoul. Oh, can we play the clip about the ghoul? Oh, I have. Jesus God. Um, oh, good. Brooke Baldwin. Yeah, yeah it will. Uh, it's not the ghoul himself, but it's Brooke Baldwin with Nelson Cunningham talking about something Giuliani said today. Um, about he says that he thinks uh, Giuliani said he thinks Manafort lied about Trump. Um, so let, let's listen to this. Uh, yeah. and, Nel- and Nelson Cunningham was uh, what he he was a chief legal counsel for George W. Bush, I believe. Um, 
So here you go. Two of the latest in this Russia investigation as we wait for these two court filings from special counsel Robert Mueller and his team. We're getting a new information on Paul Manafort today. Uh, Mueller's team believes Manafort is lying about President Trump. This is according to the president's attorney, Rudy Giuliani. He says investigators told Manafort they do not believe uh, that the president didn't know about the 2016 Trump Tower meeting. So uh, with me now to discuss, former White House general counsel under President Clinton, Nelson Cunningham. Nelson, oh, welcome back. Um, and on this latest piece of latest piece of news, d- d- does this mean that Mueller's team may actually have concrete evidence that the president did in fact know about that uh, much discussed 2016 Trump Tower meeting, you think? Uh, it, absolutely, it could. Look, first of all, <laughs> let's consider the source here. Uh, Rudy Giuliani is the president's <laughs> lawyer. He, most of what we know about Mueller's investigation, we seem to know because Rudy Giuliani lets tidbits drop here and there. Uh, Mueller himself is way too disciplined to be giving this out himself. Uh, I, I frankly think that Mueller probably has a great deal of evidence on the Trump Mm. Tower meeting. Uh, I would take what Rudy Giuliani has to say with a strong grain of salt. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, you know how many grains of salt I got for Rudy? Zero. Yeah. Uh, Zero. (laughs) So it sounded almost like Rudy was sort of defending Manafort. Kind of? It's a very strange thing, but... He's sort of saying, yeah, Manafort was lying to the president. It doesn't make uh, any and sense. That's, that's, it doesn't make, obviously it doesn't make sense, but that's what I took away from it. It's like, why are you putting it out there that Manafort was lying to the, what? What? Yeah. And, and where is, where is Rudy getting this information? Probably Whitaker. And so Probably. now, you know, he's trying to spin this. But he's really saying, oh, Mueller is saying that Manafort is it, it's what very he said weird. Was that, what he very, said was very, that very weird, Mueller, Mueller is a key. All right. I, Rudy is contending that Mueller's office, the prosecutors, told him that the reason they blew up the Manafort deal was that Manafort continually lied about the Trump Tower meeting. Right. That they know that Trump knew about it all along, and Manafort kept saying he didn't. Right. And they know that's, and they know that's a lie. That's, so, now, this is Rudy's contention. So, if, if I'm, I, I know Rudy is very confusing, and I don't necessarily believe anything he says, but according to that mm-hmm. twisted logic, tr- Rudy's saying that Trump knew about the meeting. Yeah, that's no. Well, I, no, he's saying that he didn't know about the meeting. Manafort is saying he didn't know about the meeting, but Mueller knows he knew about the meeting. Oh, I see. Okay. It's still, it's still. Really no, he's bad, still, he's still denying. Really bad he's, defense. And well, it is because what he's saying is that that he, that Rudy's saying is that he that he knows that Mueller has evidence. That both Manafort and Trump are lying <laughs> because just in, a handful. In saying, getting back to it again, right? In, in saying <laughs> just, that he he's trying to deny. He's trying to deny that, there, that Trump that didn't know Trump, about the tower meeting when Trump, Trump knew, knew about the t- 
Tower meeting. He's trying to deny that Trump knew about the meeting. He's trying to say that Manafort's denying that Trump knew about the meeting. But he's also saying that Mueller knows that they're both lying. <laughs> That's what I'm getting at. Right. That's what he said. This is insane. Wow. Mm-hmm. wow. Um, just, <clears throat> just, thank you, Joe. See, Joe is... Joe's my uh well and, and this is yeah this is the, thank you as well Joe because this is very helpful because <laughs> you know it's like I you know all the shit comes down the pike while while I'm at work and I'm like I'm listening to CNN and I'm doing my best to like actually do some productive work you know mm-hmm. I, I'm sitting there and I'm trying to uh rapidly transform compelling niches um <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, but today was one of those days I yeah. didn't listen to the news a lot, and I read I read as much as I could. And when I read that story, I felt like, wow, wait, is he? He's kind of defending Manafort, yeah, I don't in a know. strange way, yeah. It's, and maybe uh, not. Maybe it wasn't so quite the way I thought about it, but yeah. he's the double negative. You mean you mean Rudy was defending Manafort? Yes. Sure. Yeah, because yes. because he was saying that look, we got our lies straight, and Mueller keeps telling us we're liars. <laughs> I mean, this is the thing. It's like, oh Jesus, they are, they can't keep their lies straight. It's, this it's this bothers. web is so tangled now that that there's no keeping the lies straight. The only one that has has a, the only one that has a story to tell is Mueller, because he's got all the truth, and this is going to be an entangled web with. Roger Stone, Jerome Corsi, uh, 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 you know WikiLeaks, Russian mm-hmm. Russian agents, Assange, Assange, Butina. Well, I don't know about Butina. They may trade her. That that she's involved in what they call a spy trade now. So they may just send her back to Russia. Yeah, I don't know if she wants to go back there. Uh, I don't know, but but basically this this whole story is going to be a story of 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 a bunch of bad. Bad liars, you know, getting in over their That's head, <laughs> getting in over their head with Vladimir Putin, yeah. and trying to get I... John- Donald Trump elected president Russia. any way they could. Mm-hmm. But I think there's I don't still have any deals with Russia. Where... Go ahead. Ron. I think that Donald Trump played a big part in saying, "I will do anything it takes oh, to sure. get elected." Oh yeah. sure, I think I think Jerome Corsi. Roger Stone, Michael Cohen, all these his his son-in-law Kirshner, uh Don Jr. Don Jr. The only one that, that it, the only one that's that's that is was, that I, I I think might get off scot free only because he's that stupid is Eric. You know, um Congresswoman Jackie Speer oh. said today that she thinks that uh Trump Don Jr. lied twice to Congress and they're going to try and get yeah. uh get him back. Um, which I hope they do. And if they can't, if they can't, from everything that I'm hearing, they're going to turn over all that testimony to Mueller, to Mueller. Sure, look, sure. Mueller. Here's Don't the big, worry here's about the big it. key. Here's the big key that should that should that everybody should never you should whatever happens comes out this weekend. Everything keep this in mind, and this is a yeah. linchpin. All of this is occurring after Mueller received. Trump's answers to his questions. Yes. That took him yeah. how long? Three months to, to do? <laughs> yeah, they were easy. They were easy. I got questions. It. Remember that. Questions Keep that, that some, anybody else should be able to answer in 30 minutes 
Giuliani was bragging that uh, it took him three months to answer the question. There's something else that happened today about Giuliani and this this whole thing. Giuliani said everything is so confusing that we haven't been able to get the report done. That Giuliani said we're you know we're writing this rebuttal to whatever happens with Mueller's report. And today, something else that he tweeted, Dotard, tweeted, it's fake news that there's no report. No, there's 87 pages, he said. Yeah, he said there's 87 pages, but that was after Rudy Giuliani said we haven't been able to get the report going because... Well, he didn't say where the 87 pages was about. He my, just said we have 87 pages. My, my point is, my point, well, he, I think he was talking about the so-called report. But the point is, is that he threw Rudy Giuliani under the bus again. There's no 87 pages. He saw a ream of paper that some some but, office worker but you brought do in. Under, you do understand what I'm... Is that the report? <laughs> no. It's, I mean, Giuliani it's, it's said we paper. haven't been able to do the report. Mm-hmm. And Trump came out and said it's fake news. There's 87 pages done. I, it's nuts. That, that was, that was his tweet. Do, how could they do a rebuttal to something they haven't seen? Well, there is Whitaker. I mean, I know that this is a whole bunch of lies. I guess the point that I'm trying to make is that you've got Giuliani over here lying and saying this, and then you've got Trump over here lying and saying this, and they're throwing each other under the bus. And it's it's just, it's... What's the it's average synergistic thickness? ridiculousness. You know, what's the average thickness of a coloring book? 87 pages? That's um, about it. Yeah. So anyway, we we gotta purpose. we gotta go it's to the got thick pages. Yeah, we gotta go to the break uh, because we need to efficiently integrate standardized bandwidth here on the show. Oh dear lord! Uh, I knew you would not stop. And Bobber Bobber will be goes. here to go to globally syndicate resource maximizing best practices with us. So, and also hang later, in there, kitty. Our hang in there, baby. Uh, <laughs> And uh, also, to completely maintain enabled e-business, we're going to be playing, oh, what the hell is that fucking price in hour three? We need a contestant. Um, and it's it's going to be epic. Oh, my God. I got some really good items out of the 1976 Sears Wish Book, everybody. Uh, I think they're items that are going to fungibly negotiate web-enabled infomediaries, for sure. Incredibly orchestrate multifunctional partnerships. Wow. That sounds yeah. like a fully redundant cluster configuration. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you know, I try to progressively seize integrated best practices on this show. So, uh, on that note, uh, Rain has unleashed the corporate speak beast in me. Damn it. <laughs> so, I used uh, to design annual reports. I read this shit. I had to highlight those things. I bet. In the All text. right. All right, we gotta go to the break. Uh, Bobber will be here with us momentarily. We'll be right back. Something's going to happen. Remember where you are. You know what happens on this program. The people who are careful what they say. What's going to happen? Something wonderful. This is Metal Aficionado, Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's... Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock, right here on Indie Media Weekly. 
Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and a helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal. Some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal. And rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. And now... On with the show. That, that's what he said. I, I, that's what I said. That's obviously what the, the, our position is. Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah. Hello. Excuse me. Thank you. Um, some attention, please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no. Keep going. Keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Oh, what a tangled web we weave when first we practice to deceive. That's right. Welcome back to Turn Up the... Oh, Sir Walter Scott. Uh, welcome back to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide, radio for humans, and of course, joining me as always, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back. Hey, Kenny. Hey. Is that a fully redundant uh, cluster configuration, or you're just glad to see my paradigm shift? Uh, I'm just trying to rap- rapidly monetize state-of-the-art schemas. <laughs> What, what is this schemas thing that keeps popping up? And uh, Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C., welcome back to the program. Hi, I don't want to be repetitively repetitively redundant. Mm-hmm. I, I can't do corporate speak. This is why I'm not in the corporate world. I understand. You're just trying to globally implement B2B meta services, and that's fine. Uh, and, of course, <laughs> last... <laughs> Last but not least, uh, Der Braumeister Bobber uh, makes his triumphant return uh, to us right here. Uh, from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C. I'm just here trying to leverage my core competencies to achieve synergy. Yeah, I God can understand that. Seamlessly, facil- seamlessly facilitate worldwide opportunities <laughs> uh, along the way, I'm sure. Well then, Bobber, I would, I would suggest you action your deliverables. Yeah, proactively oh, oh, enhance like your global quality like vectors. I, I just did that a minute, boy, and boy, did I have to! I had to flush twice. <laughs> sure, God. yeah. Hope, hope you didn't block it. Okay, yeah, that's gross. I was going to try to make it into some fun, sexy time. Sorry. Jesus. He was, just, he was just trying to objectively me- mesh functionalized catalysts for change. That's all he was doing. So. Okay, no. And he, and he did twice. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and he did twice. He, he was quickly administrating have efficient. Have a nice hotel night tomorrow. He was quickly administrating efficient expertise. 
That's okay, one way let's... to put it. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you, men. Thank you, men, for telling me exactly about my husband. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm just. I just think he was assertively building corporate leadership skills. Did you ask the question, G? When I eat corn? Corn. <laughs> really? Corn? Corn? When did I eat corn? <laughs> See, I, I, I do want to tell you and. I, I do want to tell you, you and Joe, that Bob, Bob did not listen to the first hour of the show. Isn't he lucky? <laughs> so, so he doesn't. He didn't hear the part where I said all corporate speak is pretty much mansplaining. <laughs> yes. Well, he just mansplained what he was doing for the last hour. <laughs> oh, really? That's what he said. Is that what he said? I don't um. Know. Yeah, no. Um. <laughs> I, I thought I thought I got the impression he was dramatically pursuing client-centric methodologies. Yeah, I think he took a dump. Oh, <laughs> so oh, okay. See? So he was objectively I just cut through all the corporate. He he was he was object objectively promoting backward compatible ROI. Gotcha. I think he was appropriately benchmarking B two B catalyst for change. Sure. Oh, dear God. People. All right. He took a dump. Well, All right, I mean, let's move on. Okay. <laughs> so incredibly creating enterprise alignment. Still listening to the show is probably like, um. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're saying that he globally de deployed business. <laughs> yeah, back end opportunities. Uh, yes. So. Good to be home, uh, says Francie. And if, if nobody else wants to play the game, she's in. So Francie's in. She's right. going to try and You're in, try Francie. and win. I'm going to put together a, a mystery grab bag as a prize for uh, uh, the winner tonight because I don't know what I'm giving away yet. Um, but it, it'll be some good stuff that you can use for stocking stuffers, I swear, and some st silly things as well. But every item I can guarantee you that you receive will seamlessly revolutionize seamless experiences. Oh, right, just as long as it's seamless. Yeah. Well, it might authoritatively underwhelm 24-7 innovation, but I can guarantee competent, competently supplied leveraged experiences. Are the gifts of value added? Um, <laughs> okay. They're, <Just> synergi <laughs> they're, they're synergistically ex exceptional applications, is what I'll say. Are they web-enabled? Uh, <laughs> yeah, they're fungible catalysts for change. Okay. So, are they uh, cost effective? Uh, yeah, you could dramatically utilize robust testing procedures to find out. Okay. <laughs> you already mentioned the ROI, so you know. Yeah. <laughs> Just Back and front effective and economically sound. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, all right, all right. Let's. Yeah, it, it's crazy. Um, so uh, anyway, let's get to this. Uh, let's get to this audio real quick. Uh, of Brianna Keeler. This is a long clip. I'll probably pause it in the middle. But a uh, really good conversation with Jackie Spear, Democrat uh, from California, Congresswoman. Uh, speaking of Brianna Keeler on uh, CNN, uh, because the, you know this. There's so much shit going on. And I'm telling you, I cannot wait for January for the Democratic-helmed Congress and Nancy Pelosi to start just smacking people down 
Don Jr. is looking like he might be on that bucket list. Joining me now, we have Democratic Congresswoman Jackie Speer of California. She is a member of the House Intelligence Committee. Congresswoman, thank you for being with us today. And just give us your reaction to the Mueller team questioning the White House Chief of Staff. Uh, Special Counsel Mueller has been very systematic in building blocks that sit on top of each other to make a very strong foundation for whatever case he's trying to make. So it doesn't surprise me that he talked to General Kelly, and it doesn't surprise me that the president wanted to fire Mueller. He does not believe in following the law. He never has. I think as we start to unwind his commercial dealings, his business his dealings before he was president, we're going to find out that he has violated one law after the other. Sources say that the questions Kelly focused, uh, they were they were focused on for Kelly, really had to do with potential obstruction of justice. Where else do you think the Mueller investigation is going here? Well, I think it's very clear that he is going to try and establish the link between the Trump campaign and the Russians through WikiLeaks uh, in terms of trying to undermine the election. Um, I think that's one component. I think obstruction of justice is another component. I think the uh, potential for Russian engagement and financial engagement with the Trump organization is also going to be huge. I think the fact that he brought the CFO in for uh, interviews is going to probably be uh, a significant component in the end. All right. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, Mueller's, uh, Mueller's going to need a, a new theme song once this is all all done. And I nominate I've Been Everywhere Man by Johnny Cash. Because, <laughs> um, again, the criminality is, is deep and wide with the Trump cult and Trump himself. So, it's you know, in their DNA. Yeah. It's in DNA. Oh yeah. You know, it's a <sighs> modus operandi. Um and uh and also in the words of Melania. They're not good for the America. No, not at all for the America. No. No. Um <coughs> they egg you on. They egg on. Yeah. They're lead on. <laughs> egg on. Lead down. <laughs> boy talk. It was boy talk. Uh <laughs> God, why do I, I? I thought I had that in the cart and I didn't, but uh, here you they go. They were kind of a, a boy talk. Yeah. Uh huh. And uh, what else? he was lead on, like. Sure, makes sense. Uh, egg on. Yes. Yes. Let go of my egg on. Um, <laughs> egg on, egg off. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so, so, yeah, I, I love this. You know, Jackie Spears is just like, you know, she's putting it on the table here. Uh, not that glass table we talked about earlier. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, <laughs> on the glass table with no underpants. Um, <laughs> Squeaky dirty. E, 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 e. <laughs> yes, yes. Clean it. Oh. <laughs> uh. I still see the mushroom. You need elbow grease to get that out. Uh, uh. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> I do have Windex and a paper so towel. I could, I could try and get that. <laughs> Actually, you know, I could probably try and do live foley because I have Windex and a paper towel here, and I could try, I could, I could try and wipe down the glass on, uh, wipe the glass on on my cabinet here. Let me see if it works. <laughs> There we go. <laughs> Clean it up. <laughs> uh, 
yeah, I'm gonna need a gonna need a nah, something more. <laughs> better, get Jeff, better get Jeff Sessions on that one. This cabinet's gonna be so clean by the end of the night. Um, I just cleaned it the other night too. Um, that's a waste of Jeff resources. Sessions, did you hear? Did you hear that the Office of General Counsel? I believe it's the Office of General Counsel. General Counsel. Okay. General yeah. Office of Accountability. Yeah. Yes. Go ahead. All right, well, Jeff, evidently the Office of General Accountability still ha- not has not been informed that you quit. Really? So yeah, I, so you're saying you need I, to might check them out. A, I might still have a job? Yes. Oh, my yeah. God, that's a glory, glory be. What a great day in America. Yep. It's still pulling the paycheck anyway. Now you have to go to the office of uh, perpetual responsibility. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, the White House never told them that, you know, he quote unquote quit or resigned for that matter. That is a a falsehood. (laughs) It's a lie. He stopped short of saying it was a lie because he still has feelings for Trump. I do not. He's, He's dead to me. Don't say that. Secret Service will come in, I'm telling you, little Jeffy, is that you might have a couple of little dollars coming to you. Oh, man, I I better keep my eyes peeled because those checks are real tiny. Even that, you know, they they made them a scale just slightly smaller than my hands. Do do you hide them in uh, in, in little acorns? Hollowed out acorns? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm about to lose my mind on you. You don't even know, son. You might want to step back from that, that whole acorn bullpucky. Bull, bull I'm trying not to swear. I'm trying to be a decent person here, but all this adversity I've been facing when it comes to these people on this show, this hippie and the so-and-so and that other hippie, the only help I got here is from Rain. She just told me I might have my job back, and that's a good thing. That's a, I feel blessed right now, except for you three. My God, with your elf jokes and acorn jokes and, and this dirty hippie kicking me around and feeding me to his cats. Oh, my God. So, I, you know, I might just have to... But you know what? I'm done for right now. I'm going to go check them out. Okay. All right. See you. Uh, <laughs> it's a nice visit. It wasn't too bad. He didn't, you know... But seriously... a little too mean on you guys. I, you know what? Whatever. He did a terrible job. So, (laughs) anyway. uh, (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. Um, uh, (laughs) Anywho. Cats haven't eaten him. No, not yet. Not yet. So, he sounds a little paranoid. He does. He does. Yeah. You know. So anyway, well, let's get back. to the, I'm sorry. We got. I, I totally lost where we were. Uh, Brianna Keeler with Representative Jackie Spears. She, we we've yes, got some we stuff. Were. Her talking sorry. about uh, uh, a lot of this stuff that's going on right now. And and I'm I'm very excited about the Don Don Junior shit she's mentioning. Uh, I do want to shift gears a bit because we know that uh, court documents released last week that Michael Cohen 
uh, about Michael Cohen. They say Michael Cohen misled your committee as well as uh, the Senate Intel Committee. He now admits that he lied about his and the Trump family's prolonged involvement in the Trump Tower Moscow proposal during the campaign. Have you gone back and looked at the so, transcripts of his testimony to your committee to get a better sense of where his and Donald Trump Jr.'s seven hours of testimony uh, intersect if you have concerns about uh, misstatements? I haven't personally reread the transcripts yet. I know that the committee staff has, and they will be making uh, recommendations to us. What I find so stunning, and I was, I sat in on virtually every single interview that took place in Washington, D.C. When you swear under oath, my expectation is that you're going to tell the truth. That's the one time so, so. and place that you're going to tell the truth. Um, there have been a number of people that we have interviewed that have absolutely lied to us uh -oh. and you cannot lie to congress that is a felony and i think what needs to happen is that they need to be prosecuted because for too long i think uh, that law has just been ignored and it's time for people to realize that you just yes. cannot lie to the authorities you cannot lie to congress do you think donald trump jr lied to your committee i believe he did about I don't really want to go into it at this point, but I think there's at least um, two occasions when he lied to the committee. Oh, man. that that That's kind of... This kind of flew under the radar with everything else going on out there. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. I, yeah. I, I kind of loved how she said, when people come before the committee, your expectation is to tell the truth. And it's been too long that we've just... It, it, I, I might be paraphrasing, but she said it's been too long where we just let these lies slide. Yeah, nobody's been and prosecuted. And I don't think she's just talking about this administration. No. I think I, she's I, talking I about in her time in office. Well, what about, uh, who was it, Alberto Gonzalez? Did he ever get punished? Other he got fired. But yeah. he didn't get prosecuted, right? And nope. he, no. he lied like crazy. He's still mouthing off. Jackie Spear has been around since, I think, H.W. Bush. Oh, no, I I, this I don't know. But that she's been like... around for a long time. She's been, she was around, <clears throat> I believe she was around for the Iran. She's been around for a long time. It's, it's time, it's really, it, quite honestly, it is time that people who come before Congress, who tell lies faced consequences because you don't have to be under oath lying to congress is a criminal offense well jackie spear was a a staffer for leo ryan when he Who was got, kill, killed yes. in, at, at the jonestown temple and that was in the 80s right and she was she was there i mean she was she was there on that mission so yeah she still has bullets in her body well, but that was in the 80s right yeah. yeah, so I mean, she's been around Congress a long yeah, time. Yeah, two thousand as a Congresswoman, yeah. but as an as a as an aide, as as a con con congressional operative, she's well, been around. Long she was time. in the California Senate um, from ninety eight to two thousand six for the eighth district state assembly, California State Assembly, the nineteenth district for ten years, eighty six to ninety six. So, uh, but yeah, but she's been in since two thousand eight. So you know. Okay, 2008. I'm sorry about that. Yeah. Then. But no. I mean, she's been around. I mean, that Jonestown thing happened in the late 70s. So mm -hmm. she's yeah. been around a long time. She's seen a lot.
Oh, yeah. So, yeah, she was born in 1950, so, you know. <clears throat> and, yeah, yeah, she, but, uh, and there's a, yeah, there's a thing about her in the Jonestown shooting. Um, yeah, but the, I guess the point I'm trying to say is it's long past time that people got away with lying to Congress. Oh, absolutely. Great. So and to me, that, that statement was sort of a shot across the bow. Hello, January 3rd. Well, I think the whole election was a shot across the bow. Once, once the Democrats take those gavels, yeah, yeah, he's toast. There, there's, yeah, there's going to be a lot of people that are going to have to uh, face consequences, and uh, they're not going to be able to get away with this anymore. I, I, I'm, I'm into that. Uh, let's I'm hope. In. Let's hope that they're 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 very strong. Yeah. <laughs> they deal with them strongly. Um, One of the telling ones was when they said that. The, that uh, Devin Nunes refused to allow the Intelligence Committee to subpoena the phone records to find out who that anonymous phone number was mm-hmm. that Don yeah. Jr. talked to before and after the Trump Tower meeting, yeah. uh, which will be subpoenaed and will be acquired uh, as soon as on January 3rd. However... Mm-hmm. Mueller has that stuff already. Yes, I think true, he does. True. And a silly little thing, and it really, because it seems like it was years ago, but it was last week, Cohen was charged with lying to Congress. Yeah. And admitted to it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. pled guilty to it. Well, um, let's get, uh, I've got a, a, a little bit more of this, uh, this clip. So um, did you want to finish up there real quick, Joe? No, I'm good. All right, so here we go. And did this come to light to you after learning what Michael Cohen said he was dishonest about? Uh, in part, but in part, it is um, somewhat related to documents that we never were able to subpoena because the Republicans were really the puppets of the president in terms of trying to protect him and not being the independent investigative authority Mm -hmm. that we should have been looking at the issue. Well, and so you, Democrats, are taking control of the House come next month. Adam Schiff, the uh, incoming Intel chairman, says he wants to bring in witnesses the Republicans did not bring in. You'll have the ability to subpoena those documents that were not subpoenaed by Republicans. Uh, What do you want subpoenaed? Who do you want to hear from? We want to hear from, I think, a number of people that we've already interviewed. There were another 30 individuals we wanted to interview that were never uh, approved by the majority. And then can you give we can want- you give us a sense of some people? Because I know that part. I think I think you're able to disclose, right? Well, they're, they're individuals that don't necessarily um, come to mind in Carter terms of, of being, uh, you know, <laughs> engaged yeah. in uh, the Trump orbit. They're people somewhat tangential to it. Hmm. Um, but what I would say is that all of the uh, phone bills and, and, and phone calls that were made, all of the direct messages, all of the emails that were never subpoenaed need to be subpoenaed for the primary persons that were part of the Trump orbit and campaign. Do you, you said you want to hear from people you've heard from before. Do you want to hear from Donald Trump Jr. and Jared Kushner again? Absolutely. The no puppet. No puppet. It's pretty clear. You're the puppet. It's- <laughs> uh, 
God. I don't know what's more juicy, the tangential people or the fact that she wants to bring those guys back in. Oh, Kush. those guys. <laughs> but this is, all, this is all a shot across the bow. Those guys committed perjury. The Kush and the Pure and, pure and simple. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they did commit perjury, but there are people, I mean, I, well, Carter Page, I think, did testify. And when she says tangentially, I think what she's trying to say, and don't give me the corporate speak, but uh, (laughs) (laughs) I think what she's saying is people who don't necessarily seem really popular and on everybody's mind. Yeah. Yeah, there are small players, uh, you know, the the people who are assistants or uh, consultants or, you know. Uh, employees, what have you? Yeah, there's going to be a lot of there's going to be a lot of little people who are going to end up being big names down the road. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm so glad I'm not a fucking cultist, man. Oh, I love my life. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously, every day I'm fucking grateful. I a don't have to support the the, the dotard, and b um. I, I never would ever, ever, ever take a job that would put me and my my freedom in such fucking peril. You know? Yeah. I, I view anybody working for Trump j- just as I would view somebody who, you know, got hooked on meth and, and has been sent to jail for breaking breaking and entering multiple times, you know? Um. I mean, they're just fucking criminals, you know, but they, they put on suits and their addiction is solely money and power, Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. but they're no different. They're no different. And is there, is there anybody out there who thinks it's a coincidence that two pieces of news on John Kelly broke today? Oh yeah. One that he's been, one that he's been interviewed by Mueller. Yeah. On obstruction of justice because he was present when Donald Trump told Tom, Don McGahn to fire Bob Mueller. And two, or to he's fire leaving. Comey. Wait, Mueller or Comey? Co- no, John Kelly. No, no. Wait, you said you said he was present when Trump uh, wanted. Uh, you said Mueller fired. Or do you mean Don McGahn? He, John Kelly was present when Trump instructed Don McGahn to fire Mueller. Oh, okay. Not call me, but Mueller. Oh, okay. Okay. okay and both Don it. McGahn and John Kelly have been interviewed by the special counsel on this point. Wow. Now, that broke today that John Kelly was... We knew that McGahn was interviewed yeah. and left the administration subsequently. Now we found out today, this morning, that John Kelly was interviewed by Mueller on that point, and it was also announced today that he's leaving. And yep. he's not speaking on speaking terms with the man he works for. That's always you think productive. That's a coincidence? No. I, I just, I just want to know who's wearing wires. Oh, I don't know, Kellyanne. I'm not kidding. <laughs> I don't think um, Kellyanne is. I think I, I'm Flynn kidding. did. I'm I think kidding. maybe Kelly did, to be honest with you. Well, um, all right. Well, I'll tell you what. We're running we're a little bit long here. we got to get to the Green News Report. And, uh, yeah, we're going to have to finish up our news stuff because we got the big game coming tonight, guys. I mean, this is just a head full. Honestly, it's just a day of, like, breaking news and, and you know, trying to make heads or tails of it. 
and it's it's impossible in the time a lot of allotment we have you know it's crazy so uh anyway we're gonna go ahead and take a break um we'll wrap things up uh we're not gonna do uh, open phones um since we're gonna have francie on for the game in hour three i don't know how long the game's gonna take but uh it's probably gonna take at least more than uh the the uh first segment of hour two so anyway um let's go ahead and uh run to the break when we come back we'll uh do name calling birthdays let us know if you got any and uh rapid fire wrapping up politics for the evening um but anyway we'll be right back with more turn up the night right after this Let's take a look at a genuine American. I want you to meet Kitty Peck. He's proud of his country, but prone to take his liberties for granted. He's aware that someone must assume responsibility for their liberty, for our free way of life. Yet, when there's a job to be done, Kitty Peck, like so many Americans, is apt to ask, why me? It's Thursday, December 6, 2018. We are in trouble. Bad news. Global carbon emissions on the rise again. This movement has really become about something much bigger than just a protest over fuel prices. France suspends fuel tax hikes after violent protests. Greenland's ice melt has gone into overdrive, new study says. Plus... As a business leader, but in fact also as a human being... It's vital that we find solutions for this, uh, for this problem. World's largest shipping company targets 100% zero emissions by 2050. All of that bad news and a little bit of good news straight ahead. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. We are still not doing enough, nor moving fast enough. To prevent irreversible and catastrophic climate disruption. Thanks, Chuckles. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, uh, should we start with the good or the bad news today? Oh, we got both, so let's start with the bad news. As world leaders at the United Nations Climate Talks in Poland try to hammer out a rule book for countries to cut the greenhouse gas emissions that cause dangerous man-made climate change, global carbon emissions are now rising again. Great. While it had appeared that maybe the world had turned a corner with emissions mostly flat from 2014 to 2016, in 2017, they started growing again, led by China, India, and the U.S. Hmm, what happened in 2017 in the U.S.? But Europe's emissions fell. Emissions have reached a new record high in 2018, according to the Global Carbon Project this week. And worse, the researchers said, global emissions in 2018 are rising at a faster rate than in previous years. Mm -hmm. They compared it to, quote, a speeding freight train with no signs of slowing down. That's not good news indeed. I hope things get better as we move forward here. Not yet. Still more bad news. The report highlights the chasm between international pledges to combat climate change versus what countries are actually doing. At UN Climate Talks this week, United Nations Secretary General Antonio Guterres warned that climate change is already wreaking havoc around the world and is already moving faster than we are, and all nations must do more. We are in trouble. We are in deep trouble with climate change. It is hard to overstate the urgency of our situation. 
we are still not doing enough, nor moving fast enough, to prevent irreversible and catastrophic climate disruption. Nor are we doing enough to capitalize on the enormous social, economic and then environmental opportunities of climate action. As if to underscore that urgency, a new study finds that Greenland is melting faster than ever before and it's now off the charts. Using ice core data going back 350 years, researchers in the journal Nature this week say that melting of Greenland's ice sheet has, quote, gone into overdrive in just the last 20 years and worse, that the rate of Greenland's ice melt continues to accelerate. I'm trying not to hate you right now, Desi Doyen. Well, still more bad news. In France, President Emmanuel Macron has temporarily suspended a planned tax hike on diesel fuel, part of a transition to clean energy, after three weeks of violent yellow vest demonstrations. While initially triggered by the fuel tax hike, the protests ballooned amid rising anger over economic inequality and stagnating wages. Now on to the good news. Finally! In Colorado, Excel Energy this week became the first major U.S. electric utility to pledge to eliminate its carbon emissions entirely. Excel will reduce emissions 80% by 2030 in the eight states where it operates and will transition to 100% zero carbon energy by 2050, a move that analysts labeled a game changer for the utility industry. We could use a game changer. Finally, Maersk, the world's largest container shipping company also pledged to cut its carbon emissions to zero by 2050 to combat climate change. Chief Operating Officer Soren Toft told the Financial Times, quote, we will have to abandon fossil fuels and find a different way to power our assets. In an interview with CNN, Toft said Maersk will have to innovate their entire supply chain, which will take time and ingenuity. We will need to find new technologies, new innovative ways of basically providing the the future efficient ships. Uh, These ships are not available today, and that's why we are reaching out, not only announcing this goal, but also saying that this is a call for action. It's a call for action for all constituents in the supply chain to collaborate and to work together. So he's basically calling for electric ships? Yes, not only calling for it, they're going to make it happen. Well, that's good news. If it happens, for much more on all of these stories, good news and bad, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Don't forget you can download our reports anytime via Stitcher, TuneIn, iTunes, or Google Play. Find, follow, and share us planet-wide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Hi, this is Tim. And this is Joe. We want to wish all of you the happiest of holidays from the Tim Cormall Show. And from IndieMediaWeekly.com. And an important safety tip. Drink responsibly and under no circumstances allow Ted Cruz to drive you home. Because we wouldn't want any of you to be found in the clown car this holiday season.
This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com He even talks honky. I want to look him straight in the eye, and I want to tell him what a cheap, lying, no-good, rotten, four-flushing, low-life, snake-licking, dirt-eating, inbred, overstuffed, ignorant, blood-sucking, dog-kissing, brainless, dickless, hopeless, heartless, fat-ass, bug-eyed, stiff-legged, spotty-lipped, worm-headed sack of monkey shit he is. Hallelujah! Holy shit! Where's the Tylenol? That was a loose translation of Donald Trump's last tweet. Totally clears the president. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, and, uh, yeah, welcome. What, oh, so he's not talking about himself. He said president. Okay, got it. Um, huh. So uh, welcome back to the program, uh, everyone. And, uh, of course, uh, uh, Bobber from Four Freedoms Brog. There we go again. Four Freedoms Brog. Dot com. Easy for der, you to say. Der Braumeister. Uh, so, uh, you, you got any uh, uh, sinister brews that uh, you're, you're experimenting on right now? Uh, not at the moment. I'm. You know, we're. We've been kind of. Uh, when we moved into the house, you know, you go through this burst of, of energy and and just yeah. putting stuff away and getting organized and getting things, and then you hit a certain point where you gotta. All right, I just gotta live for a little bit. And we're sure. still kind of stuck in that mode, and so I'm. Everything I've got is kind of half-assed, put away, and so I, I need to get back, get back in the saddle. I hear you. I hear you. So, uh, and of course, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back to the program, sir. Thank you, Constantine Kalimnik. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and uh, last but not least, our girl Friday. Uh, what the hell? No, stop it, stop it. This is Adam. I was trying to find Adam's promo, and it opened freaking iTunes. So my apologies for that. But I love that. Well, I'm I'm trying. I'm gonna load the promo for next next break. Um, but uh, or the bottom of the hour, next hour. Uh, and of course, our girl Friday Rain. Are you ready to get into some name calling for us tonight? Yes, my friend. All right, here we go. Love it when it rains. For your pleasure, it's rain from fourfreedomsblog.com. Excellent. She's never failed me before. Honey, you got to give it away to keep it. You can't just hold on to this. Attractive, hot, beautiful. We're talking about the same thing. Here. You want to mess around? source of energy known to womankind oops all right let's get straight to the biscuits there you go what do we got in chat land tonight well in our biscuit basket we have barbara dc we have Psy guy we have francie we have heather we have jay collie we have cat we have you kenny pick we have ken senior hi dad we have lee again we have Living on Long Island. We have Marnus, also known as Joe, who is not in my basement. Or, or is he? Joe, but are I, you in Bob's? Huh? I, I am in your clinic. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, we have Meow Goodness. We have Michelle. And I, I'm, I'm assuming Miles. 
Um, we have President, we have myself, we have Scooter Cans, we have Theo, and we have Trojan Rabbit. Oh, so it's a enough. delightful, it's a delightful crowd tonight. It certainly is, yes. Thank you, everybody, for hanging out. We did have Moon Mayor earlier, but I think she left as soon as little Jeff showed up. Oh, okay. I think we have a few listeners who are just like, if little Jeff is on, they're, they're out, of, out of here. And just so everybody knows, little Jeff is me. So <laughs> when you when you I leave, I want to put it out there you um, my for feelings. our listeners. <laughs> for our for our listeners, if I don't have your address for our Christmas cards, can you private message me or Bob? There you go. PM them. So. And uh, yeah, and also I, I solicited people to record stories tomorrow uh, for uh, our Christmas show. And not a one person left me a message or sent me, uh, 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 left a comment or sent a message. So I deleted the post and I'm doing something else for Christmas. So, um, I'm sorry uh, I missed that. I'm not going to be around tomorrow. No, 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 no. I was, I was asking our listeners, I would ask you guys at the end of a show. So I'm just assuming everybody's busy. So, and, uh, and was, would be afraid if little Jeff might show up. Uh, But uh, he's harmless, dudes. He really is. He really is. So anyway, um, uh, we, we, it's time for uh, birthdays. I know uh, we, we usually do this for uh, everybody who is uh, a member of one of the programs here tomorrow night. Uh, Adam Hebert and Miles and Michelle, I assume, uh, are have they both have Christmas parties, so there will be no live mic check radio. Um, Adam uh, might. Uh, um, the uh what what is it francie i missed it francie says is it what what's she talking about i don't know um but uh the um yeah the, adam let us know what's going on for mic check radio I, I he's probably doing a best of nerd talk or something like that i'm not real sure but there won't be a live show but you should still check it out uh you know and we should be switching over to holiday music in I'm going to say a week. I don't want to do it real soon. We do that for Halloween. We don't do that for Christmas. But we do have some really good holiday music on the network. You know, we we have some really, you know, fun, eclectic stuff. There's some more popular stuff, but, you know, there's some there's some weirdness stuff, you know. And, uh, you know, plus we have all the classic, like, Rudolph, the Rankin-Bass music and all that stuff. So... But anyway, um, and uh, yeah, so let's go ahead and uh, oh, oh, Francie says Christmas stories. Yeah, to share. Yeah, Francie, if you have something you want to share and you want to, we can talk. Um, message me somewhere, and if you got something you want to talk about and record, I'll I'll do it for um, our our Christmas show. But everybody, you know, it's Christmas Day. We, you know, I think we've done shows on Christmas Day before, but. This year, it's just going to be crazy busy. So, um, and no, it, it'd basically be me by myself. So, <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, enough of that stuff. But yeah, and um, I don't know. I don't know. When, you, uh, when are you going to do this something. Christmas story special? Uh, I was going to run it on Christmas Day, but I was going to uh, try and I was I was soliciting for people to pre to to record pre-tape tomorrow since i don't have mic check radio um so okay uh, i can't do i can't do tomorrow but well um, we'll talk about it on christmas we'll, yeah we'll, we'll talk I do about have a story it. to tell you 
Okay, we'll talk about it. Uh, you know, and I don't want to okay. steal what Tim Cormel did. So it's, I want to do fun stories. You know, I mean, I, Tim Tim did a special last year where it was, you know, people telling you know funny or poignant or whatever. But I, I just want to stick with the more lighthearted stuff. Um, okay. So, uh, but anyway. Uh, uh, Adam Hebert, uh, it was his birthday the other day and he was sick. So, uh, I think he deserves a doubling up of, uh, of his birthday boner. Here you go, Adam. This is your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey! Hey! Your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey! Hey! Uh, and... Thank you. Thank you, all dear friends, for coming to my birthday! All right, so again, we're having Francie on. We're going to have Francie call in uh, next hour to do the, the what the hell is that fucking price? So let's we'll we'll use this time to for everybody to get uh, whatever they got on their chest off it. Um and uh for for politics and everything let's just go around the table because and, and bobber you didn't get to talk a lot last segment um what, what's your because you you had a few things to say about the the legal wording of some of the shit that came out today uh primarily the stuff regarding um individual one yeah well it says that uh, cohen is is uh being convicted of essentially committing uh, election fraud for the president. I mean, that's if you just if you strip away all the the legalese and the and the you know the fancy words, uh, individual one. That's you know who and because it says who ran a successful presidential campaign. Hillary. I mean, who else is that? Gonna Wait. Be? <laughs> oh. Huh. Obama. Obviously, it's uh, it's you know. Thanks, Obama. Go ahead. Don. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so that you know, it, it's pretty clear that you know, in the official court record, they are they are stating that the president committed a uh, felony. Ain't that some shit? Mm-hmm. And yeah, at, at least two from what I what I was hearing today, uh, after he sent out his little tweet, um about uh let me see if i can still find that um when he said totally clears president thank you and yeah yeah (laughs) and uh, a guy named john i iadarola uh says they accuse you of committing a felony a felony ding dong (laughs) um (laughs) but no i love reading the responses of this because uh um oh yeah i love this uh uh, the horse whisperer uh says uh totally clears the presidency and he says that seat's about to open up (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um a a couple of hours ago it was george conway who everybody knows happens uh to be married to kelly 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 um He, he, his response to that tweet was, except for that little part where the U.S. Attorney's Office says that you directed and coordinated with Cohen to commit two felonies. Other than that, totally scot-free. <laughs> oh, yeah. Insane. I, so we're really going to get to a point where we're going to see arguing in court whether or not 
a president can be subpoenaed. Mm-hmm. I, and I'm I'm kind of agog at this. I'm oh, really yeah. my I'm just really stunned about this because it appears quite honestly that this president should be indicted for committing felonious lawbreaking. Well, yeah, I mean, for conspiracy to defraud the American government and, you know, and of course, uh, the uh, the American people, rather. And, uh, you know, especially with these little payoffs, these can't this campaign finance fraud um, or it's not fraud. It's um, I don't know how to categorize it legally, but basically they hid shit. You know, they, they hid these payments, these payoffs, which were in the interest of the American people. And to benefit a campaign. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so I, I just, I'm, I, I can't, there's so many things, Joe, Bob, jo- jump in here, but there's so many things about this because we just we just a couple of weeks ago had you know the roadmap to to the Nixon thing that was finally released by um, a Freedom of Information Act where we found out that he was he was ready to be indicted and instead he resigned so we never had that what are we going to do if you charge a president with a felony. Mm-hmm. And and with and with Clinton, um, they wanted to subpoena him, mm-hmm. but Clinton and and Ken Starr and all that Michigabob worked out a deal where it was like we don't have to subpoena me; I'll testify on tape. And and so here we are now. I don't know if Clinton, to the best of my knowledge, did not commit a felony. To defraud the United States, but it does seem to me that Trump has, at the very least, committed a felony to defraud the United States. He yeah. he committed campaign finance laws, or he mm-hmm. broke campaign campaign finance laws. Yeah, and he very well may have co- not only colluded, but worked with a foreign government to make sure that he became president. This is like way bigger than Watergate. Not only a foreigner government, an adversary. Yes. Wasn't like it was Belgium or anything. You know? Yes, exactly. <clears throat> it was. It was the Even former. Even if it was Soviet... Belgium, that would still be bad. But it's well, sure. Russia. But Russia, the former Soviet Union, the Russian Federation, the man who wants to bring back the Soviet Union, Vladimir Putin. Yeah. And he wants to use us to help him bring it back. And I, I, I just, I, I feel like we're in a really bad place. Because I feel like at this point, you, Look, how do I everyone, put this? Everyone knows individual one is Donald Trump. Yes. Every time they say individual one, we know that's Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. That's a given. Okay, so that's first. And individual one directed Michael Cohn to commit election fraud. Okay. And election campaign violations. So, why and 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 why would Cohen admit to a crime that's going to put him in jail for three and a half years? Well, uh, if he didn't do it, and at the direction of individual one, 
We've individual in- one is an unindicted co-conspirator at this yes. point. We've- and that's the problem. Yeah, he needs to be indicted. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and the only reason he's not indicted is because he's president. And mm-hmm. Department of Justice guidelines tell them that they can't indict a sitting president. Otherwise, that's if he was you or me... That's never been tried in court. Right. But uh, uh, other than that reason, if it was you or I, or if he had lost the election... He'd be under indictment right now. Now, I posted a picture of Individual One in the chat room. Can we be certain <laughs> that it's not, that, that it's Let's Trump? See. Let's so, see. No. Uh, you know, that, it's that it's censored. It's censored. It I think be, it could be anybody. Very could be a com- weasel. Very common hairstyle in that picture. Could be a weasel. Um, <laughs> yeah, or a shit rat. Um, shit rat. <laughs> Do you think he'll get his uh, last meal delivered by drone in prison? I know we, I know we have to go to break. Let's have a shot. All right, Rain, go ahead. <laughs> I just, I want to be at a point where no president can feel the safety mm-hmm. of whatever Department of Justice guidelines there are, that if you break the law and if you are accused of a felony, you you should be you you should be held accountable. Sure. Period. I, I, I concur. This is this is kind of a huge point in our country where we need to we we really need to be able to say, look, the the person who holds the office of the President of the United States has huge leeway. But you know what you don't get to do? You don't get to be a, a criminal. Felon. A criminal. Yeah. I mean, uh, what do you guys, Joe, Bob? I, well, you know, the, the counter-argument to that's going to be, well, there is a political uh, constitutional uh, remedy, and that's impeachment and removal from office. Yeah, I problem with that. the <laughs> problem with yeah the problem with that is the impeachment can happen rather easily right now uh, after January. The removal from office is going to be a stretch <laughs> because you need sixty-seven votes and a and a and, forklift, huh? And a forklift. And a forklift, yes, that's true. <laughs> you need you need a U-Haul it to get him out of there. Some de-sharding agent. <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine what they have? Some to, heavy bleach. Boy, you have to go in that Oval Office. It's gonna. They're gonna have to put a tent over the White House. Oh, hazmat, hazmat. <laughs> do we have Do we have enough uh, uh, space in this country to to bury all that hazardous hazardous material? Do we encase it in glass and bury it? Is that what we do? <laughs> I think um, you set it into space. Yeah, you set yeah. it into space. And, and yeah. hope, hope the rocket doesn't blow up. Send sure. It yeah. You. Yeah. Send it to Uranus. <laughs> Uh, get enlist get, oh, the help of the Uranus. national national air and shart association. Nat, Nat. <laughs> Blast off! It'll be a a space SpaceX shart. Yes, yes. And like I said, like Joe said earlier, he said the 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 Dotard was gaslighting, but I said he was shart lighting, and the matches got wet. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> oh, serious! Don't try and light a shart, you dummy. Don't try and light a shark, you dummy. Uh, no. You'll always wet the match. You yeah. know that. <laughs> Terrible. Uh-huh. Uh, so, anyway, well, I'll tell you what. Yeah, I mean, I just don't know. You know, th- this is 
This is uh, get, a nice I early get a smoke. Smoke on the water. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. <laughs> oh, on the Lake Geneva uh, shoreline. Uh, yes. Uh, <clears throat> the Lake Geneva chart line. I think. The Lake Geneva chart line. There you go. Uh, there you go. So. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, we, we got to go to the break. Francie's going to join us uh, for uh, an, an unnamed prize package uh, that'll have some good stocking stuffers in it for her. And um, I'll see if I can throw in something for her heads as well. Um, <laughs> and uh, But yeah, we have some uh, magnificent items up for bid uh, for uh, what, what the hell is that fucking price? Uh, and I, I think this is a, a fun uh, a seasonal tradition that we should we should be doing. Uh, on uh, you know, I mean, because everybody's going to play Christmas music, everybody's going to you know talk about their, their cooking and shopping lists and everything like that. But who's going to bother digging through a 1976 Sears wish book to find crazy items for people to guess how much they cost? Uh, you know, our Kenny Pick is yeah, yeah, from uh, 42 years ago. So, oh my God! Wow, yeah, it's scary. Years. Yeah. So anyway, uh, we're gonna go ahead and run to it. And uh, Francie, uh, as soon as you hear my voice, go ahead and give us a call. Uh, but make sure you turn your radio off. Uh, we'll be right back with more turn up the night. Uh, and again, some fun. We'll some fun in games uh, to alleviate the stress of all this. Even though. Today was a pretty good day, but uh, I still, I want to relax and have fun. It's Friday. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com. Light out, everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature, every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. (laughs) And now, on with the show. I don't have any deals with Russia. Surprise, motherfucker. Russia. Focus for maximum picture quality and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you. Um, t- some attention, please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling, transient loads of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! All right, we are, I'm excited. I'm excited about this game coming up. Welcome back to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com, worldwide radio for humans and for Synergy. Yep, that's our Synergy music right there. 
Wow, the saxophone solo tells you synergy right away. So, <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I feel like what's his name? Kurt from Growing Pains was dancing in that. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, probably with lots of arm action going on. I'm sure. Um, and mom jeans. Yeah, mom jeans. Yeah. Hey, hey, this is Kurt Cameron. Let me teach you about bananas and Jesus <laughs> with Ray Comfort. Yeah. Synergy. Anyway, well, welcome back to the program. Rain from Four Freedoms Blog in Washington, D.C. Hello. Hello. And, yes, and are so you ready to play? Are you are you stoked to play? I'm, you, I'm there. You're stoked to play. Um, yes, totally and, stoked. Uh, and, of course, uh, Bobber in Washington, D.C., Four Freedoms Blog as well. Dear Brownmeister, welcome back. You ready to compete? I got my uh, my uh, com- competing uh, shirt on. I'm, I'm ready to, to just go nuts. All right, all right. If you want to take notes, be sure you have a pen and paper uh, ready. I'm going to be writing down what you say too. But uh, have and, a pen and paper. And of course, Joe Santors of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Are you ready to play the game? Oh, I'm more than ready. All right, all right. He was born for this. And yes. uh, our contestant tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll, uh, hey, here she is, everybody. It's Francie. Welcome to the show, Francie. Ah, hi, Ken Winkendale. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm so happy to be on this game show. Yeah. I'm going to play for my, um, for the little, ch- for the little elves out running around my house. Oh, that's awful kind of you, Francie. Thank you so much. Wait a minute. I'm not an elf. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I want to, if I ever get my hands on you, I'm going to squeeze you. Hey, yeah. <laughs> yes, I'm I'm <laughs> what? He's, away. He's, he's gone. He ran away. All right. Aww, I'm not going to hurt him. I'm just going to squeeze him. Well, he doesn't like the sound of that. So, all right. Here we go, everybody. <laughs> this is, uh, this is, what the hell is that fucking price? Get ready to play What the hell is That fucking price On Turn Off the Night with Kenny Bay (laughs) 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 What the hell And now it's time to play what the hell is that fucking price? <laughs> what the hell is that shit? I'd buy that for a dollar. All right, everybody. Uh, we're going to get right into it. Yeah, we're going to get right into it here. Uh, this first item up for bid was inspired by Rain. Rain, you know what this is? Yeah, this is made by Migo. This is Share. Share. Oh. Yeah. Share entertains in long clinging gown, posable 12 inch plastic doll with painted eyes and rooted hair. And for a bonus, and, for a bonus, there's. And, uh, in a case of anorexia, apparently. Uh, yeah. Oh, no. She looks like a man. And, and uh, <laughs> Share's war. She looks like a doll. So. Uh, Cher's wardrobe trunk. Carrie Cher in her famous wardrobe on tour. One side for Cher. Center with clothes hangers. Other side with drawer. Vinyl. 
So, Rain, wow. you get you get to go first. How much is Cher? How much is the Cher doll? And how much is the trunk? The Cher doll and the Cher... Oh, God. So separately. Both sold separately. It's a lot of, it's a lot of, it's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure. 12 inch doll sold go. in 1976. How much would you pay? I'm going to go with um, the doll. Yeah. Crap. So <laughs> All right, the doll, I'm going to go with $7.95. All right, and the trunk? The trunk? Just the trunk or the trunk and the doll? Just the trunk. Just the trunk by itself. $10.99. All right. Bobber, how much is the share doll? I'm going to go with $15.95 because it's a... It's a personality branded product all right and what about her her trunk wardrobe no uh, i i can't tell if it comes with the clothes in it or it does not just, it's it's just a carrying case uh plastic case like that um vinyl <laughs> vinyl vinyl lovely vinyl um i'm gonna go with 12.95 all right mr santorsa how much was that share doll worth in 1976? Well, first, does it come with the Sunny Slams Into a Tree doll? <laughs> Ow. That, oh. Wow. Oh. Wow. That's a... Bam. No, it, Bam. Makes, it makes a difference. It does not. It does not. You know, if there's a squash if sun, I my can goodness. turn back time. <laughs> yeah, that's what he said. <laughs> If I move that tree, <laughs> if I could find my skis, well, oh, ouch! Well, without the squashed sunny, <laughs> I, would, I would say share comes comes in at nineteen ninety nine, and the trunk would be an additional four ninety nine. Okay, Francie, what do you say? Nineteen seventy six for a twelve inch. Classic doll of share. Okay, um, the doll. I'm gonna say. Oh shoot! I don't want to say the same price as somebody. Uh. Uh. Did anyone say um 14.98? No. Okay, 14.98 for the doll. Uh huh. And 8.98 for the case. Okay. All right. Moving right along, we we have uh, coming up here. Terrible mistake. This is uh. <laughs> all right. What we have here, the next item we have is a denim look cassette case can hold twenty four wow. cassettes. Construction. Wow. Oh wow. Made of sturdy fiberboard covered with blue denim look <laughs> vinyl, plastic <laughs> <laughs> plastic <laughs> handles. <laughs> Plastic handles, Ooh, secure lock, a secure locking clasp. Of course, it's on fiberboard with vinyl, but it's a secure locking clasp. Key included. Oh wow! <laughs> what a key? It's it's probably went down it to one. Scissors sold separately. Holds twenty-four cassettes, not included. Fifteen by nine by five inches. How much <laughs> is the denim look cassette case, Bobber? Wow. Um, wow. 
Well, it's denim look, so you know they're trying to be hip. You know, with the, especially the handle, all that hardware, that gold-plated hardware. Or <laughs> oh yeah! Wow! So oh, much hardware. So much fiberboard um, and plastic. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's um, <laughs> like I said, it comes with that one-tooth key. You know, to so that the all the rednecks with one with one tooth don't feel you know. <laughs> yeah, flat. not like they could just st- uh, they oh couldn't just cut God. it open with their butterfly knife. Ouch. So, Harsh. all right, Bobber, I need an answer. How much? I'm gonna go with twelve ninety five. All right, Joe, how much for that denim tape case? <laughs> uh, given that it has keys, I'm gonna go with eight ninety nine. All right, Francie, you said eight ninety nine, um, Joe. Eight nine. Um, I'm gonna go with twelve ninety nine. All right, so you're four cents over, Bobber. So, but Joe, you said eight ninety nine or eight ninety five. Eight ninety nine. Okay. And Rain, how much would you pay for that tape case in nineteen seventy six? Rain. Rain. You're on mute. <laughs> okay, I'm thinking. I'm doing the math. God okay. Damn it. <laughs> what math? Um, There's I'm no go math. With seven. I'm going with seven. 49. All right. There we go. All right. Our next item. Uh, well, who wouldn't want to piss off the neighbors with a brand new chintzy drum kit, everybody? Ooh. Uh, here we right. go. Wow. This is uh, Drum Out That Disco Beat 8-piece see-through trap trump drum set with 18-inch bass drum, transparent blue plastic bodies and heads. What? Oh, um, my God. So it says, roll roll into an easy downbeat and accompany your friends with this professional-looking see-through trap drum set. The blue-tinted acrylic drum bodies and mylar polyester heads will let you and your friends see all the action as you play the beat to their favorite tunes. What you get, 18-inch... Well, I'm not going to tell you what else. But yeah, so plastic drums. Joe, how much would you pay for those in 1976? Well, it looks like there's more cowbell here. Yeah! Yeah. There's a lot of cowbell. Uh, yeah, it does come so. with a cowbell. It does, and a percussion block. Yes. Oh, and brush, wow. Because and brushes. And sticks. It comes with brushes, go, too. Don't forget, and this is transparent. So, yeah. um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go like uh, $49.95. Okay. Francie. What do you say for the drums? Who? You. Me? You, Francie. Oh, me. <laughs> Is that oh, your name? $29.99. All right. And uh, Rain, how much on that drum set? $89.99. Okay. Bobber? <laughs> Bobber might have an advantage on music cheap cheap musical instruments so let's see what he says well they a couple of things one that, that you can tell that it's from the 70s because they still call them a trap drum set which uh-huh. uh, kind of they start calling them that you know probably not long after that this looks like it's a kid size yeah opposed to you know a larger size for like a teenager so i'm gonna go uh with 47.95 okay 47.95 <laughs> <laughs> and God damn it! I like that. I like that. Good at pricing things. All right. I think somebody I knew had this. 
Okay, here's the next that item. Like my one of my brothers. <laughs> here's the next item. Not I, we. Who needs a description when you have a photograph like this? It's the uh, Ferret Fossa Major's beanbag uh, chair in three different sizes. <laughs> uh oh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we have. So yes. Yeah, so, uh, okay. Stop right there. Stop right there. Okay. Let's. Yeah. We're, yeah. What the hell? <laughs> oh my god! Oh, Alright, 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 alright. Calm down, Francie. I need I need your price, but we're doing this is a chance to pick up three points on this one because there's the king size, the regular size, and the youth size. So I need a price on on all those. So we'll start with we'll start with King size. Nice. So, so basically, I need the 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 large, medium, and small prices, uh, Francie. How much for the beanbag chair? Okay. Um. All right. The king size. I'm gonna say. Uh, twenty five ninety five. Okay. And the regular size. I'm gonna say nineteen ninety five. Okay. And then the youth size. I'm gonna say twelve ninety five. Okay. Very good. Same for you, uh, uh, Rain. What do you have on Farrah Fawcett for the three sizes, starting with the largest? So what was Francie's? $19.95? She said uh, she went $25.95, $19.95, and $12.95. All right, I'm going $19.95. Okay. I'm going $15.55. And the small one? <laughs> And um, $11.95. Okay. And Bob, what say you on the three sizes of fair faucet? God almighty, stop it. I don't think I'm very good either. No, it's fine. It's fine. I'm having fun. Yeah. All right. All right. So, uh, uh, Bobber, I need your prices on this. Let me find a... We got, I got to get back to her. We ran out of music here again. Here we go. There. There's oh. There. I got to tell you, this is this is just so wrong that you're you're sitting on her face. Probably. Farting. I know. <laughs> but wow. the thing is, if they're um, never mind. If they're late, never mind. Let Bob answer. <laughs> Let Bob answer. You can so do anyway. something dirty on that beanbag. Let bag. Bob I answer. Prepare a faucet. So I do too. King, chairs, I, king I, I size. Kind of feel like they're probably not that expensive, but with her, uh, her on it, there's like a licensing fee, which is going to drive the price up a little bit. Sure. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, seven. No. Um, Sixteen ninety-five for the, the size. for the king size. Okay. Yeah. The regular. Um, Thirteen ninety-five. Okay. And the youth, I'll go with uh, nine ninety-five. All I right. I don't even want to know what little boys did. I know. Face. That is like, oh my god. <laughs> it's inappropriate. That's for certain. All right. So uh, Joe told me he yeah. owned all three sizes of this, so he should probably know the prices. So. Well, because oh. <laughs> it was a masturbatory uh, aid. Oh, so, man. <laughs> Damn it, Joe. So, um, okay. Is that corporate speak again? It's like the original no, real but, doll. It's the original <laughs> real doll. I'd like to know. <laughs> yes, where you, you put your bags on the bean here. <laughs> but anyway. God. Give us your prices. Um, 
Okay, the large. I would go eighteen ninety five. Okay. The medium, I'd go fourteen ninety five. Okay. Yeah. And, and the small, I'll go nine ninety five. Uh, you gotta pick another number because that's what Bob had. Okay, I'll go eight ninety five. Eight ninety five. All right. <laughs> All right. Here we go. We're going to start back at the beginning of our uh, list of folks here. We've got uh, another. Uh, this one's a probably, I don't know, maybe you guys can be dirty about this, too. Uh, hard candy. <laughs> <laughs> a what candy? Hard candy. <laughs> oh, hard candy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. All right. Oh, so here we go. Uh, this is um, uh, 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 candy, or are you just glad to see me? Yeah. So. <laughs> We get a, a chance for two points on this one. This is uh, Country Inn Hard Candy Tins. Country Inn Filled oh. Confections. A delicious and colorful assortment of sugary shells filled with tasty nuts, jelly, jam, or chocolate. Uh, net weight, three pounds. And then the second one, pretty much the same. Uh, I'll say this. The same prices are on, on both. Uh, but it's the Country Inn Ribbon Mixture. All-time favorite assorted oh. hard candy mixture. Delightfully colored and delicious, ideal for holiday parties. Um, yeah, and didn't you love that ribbon candy when you pull out one piece and like oh, a my pound grandmother in, a, in a pound of candy was stuck to it? Hello, hello, hello. shut up. So, hello. all right, so we're starting, starting, we're starting with rain. Um, I need to know the price of one tin and um, how much of a discount you get when you buy two. Okay, one tin is gonna be. This is 1976, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, one tin is gonna be 4.95. Okay. And when you just count second. Yeah. It's a dollar seventy-five discount. Okay, and uh, Bobber. How much for one tin, and how much of a discount when you buy two? You know, my mother used to buy th buy these and then put them out in the, in the dish, and within like an hour of, of the moisture in the air, they would just be one solid block. Exactly. <laughs> yep. And yep. hair and hair and dust yes, would be on it. that's what it was. <laughs> uh, All right. But this is a four-pound tin, so that's quite three. A bit. Three uh, pounds. Three pounds. Three. Three pounds. Okay. Oh, 48 ounces. All right, sure. Um, so for three pounds of delicious hard candies. <laughs> um, oh. With nuts. Uh, with nuts? Covered in Some sugar. of them had nuts in them, yeah. Wow. Jesus. Yeah, I guess and quote-unquote chocolate. <laughs> and chocolate. <laughs> yeah. And some liquid thing. Yeah. There was yeah. Anyway, Bobber, Bobber, what, what, what's, your, what's your price and the discount for two? Okay, so I'm gonna say nine ninety five for one. And if you buy, you want the the, the, the total price for two or just the the, the discount price? the discount for buying two. Um, so for two would be seven ninety five each. So a two dollar discount. Two dollar discount. Okay, uh, Joe, how much for one and how much off if you buy two? Three dollars. You save a buck if you buy two. That's uh, two for five. All right, Francie. 
Francie, what do you say? How much for one, and how much if you buy two? How much off if you buy two? Okay, um, let's see. I'm gonna say that. Did anyone say five ninety five? No. Okay, I'll say five ninety five and uh, ninety five cents off. All right. Okay, there we go. Moving right along, we've got another fine item up for bid. This will be our last item before we go to break, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna finish up here. But uh, Sears Sears Cat Wish Book in 1976, obviously into selling drug paraphernalia. Everyone, this is a hookah right. water. Oh, a hookah. <laughs> a hookah water pipe. It's a tobacco pipe. Sure, it's for tobacco. Wow. Uh, here's the description. For a smooth, cool, mellow smoking experience, smoke is cooled down as it passes through cold water in the pipe. Green colored glass body, doesn't look green in the picture, um, 13 inches high, one ceramic and one earthenware bowl, two hoses of silk, uh, or or two hoses of silk covered rubber, um, and... (laughs) And in a wooden neck imported from are you with me? Imported (laughs) imported from Italy. So uh Bob Bob, how much was that uh was that Italian hookah in nineteen seventy six, Bobber? Wow, I I probably would have loved to have one of these at the time. Yeah, I bet. Um, I think a neighbor of mine had one. Yeah, these are these. I don't remember them being particularly cheap. Um, I'm gonna go with 19.95, which is all right. You know, a lot of money at the time. All right, how much for the dime bag to go with it? Ten dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. All right, Joe, how much was this hookah in 1976? Does it come with the caterpillar? Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, it's caterpillar sold separately. Uh-huh. Okay, caterpillar sold separately. Uh, yeah. 20, 25 bucks. All right, Francie, how much for that's, this that's fine? That's what I paid for it back then, but... No, oh, there you go. How um, much for... Um, I'm going to say $24. All right. And what about you, Rain? How much would you have paid for this fine, fine piece of craftsmanship? The silk, or silk-covered rubber hoses and wooden neck uh, in 76. What were the other, what were the other prices? Uh, J- Bob said 19.95. Joe said 25. Francie said 24. I'm gonna go with um 24.45. Nobody's done the dick move so far tonight on the huh? show. Nobody's done the dick Nobody move. Nobody said a dollar. Yeah, nobody's done the dick move, which I'm I'm surprised. I about. was tempted to. So, <laughs> believe me. All right, me. let's do let's do one more before the break. Um, or screw it, maybe we'll just do uh, them all. Maybe we'll just do them all, and then I'll we'll go a little bit long, and I'll I'll uh, tabulate the, uh, um, you know, points. That's what I meant to say. All right, here we go. Next one is a Knott's Uh-oh. Berry Farm jelly gift. Thing. <laughs> All right, oh, Knott's wow. Berry, Knott's oh. Berry Farm Jelly and oh, Preserves wow. Collection from Knott's Berry Farm in California. Twelve eight-ounce jars, red currant, mint wow. flavored, mint flavored apple, crab apple, and Concord grape jellies in orange marmalade. 
Preserves include oh. boysenberry, apricot and pineapple, strawberry, peach and cherry, California plum, Kadota fig, Kadota fig, Kadota fig. I thought. It was <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, six pounds. How much, Joe, for the Knott's Berry Farm jelly pack? No, it says nine pounds actually. That's oh. shipping weight. I see six. Oh, okay. Oh, wait. Tw oh, wait, no, I'm wait. Out. I'm out. I'm no, out. No, no, sorry. That's fine. There's another all one. Right, There's all a 12-jar right. box. Oh, no, no. It, we're just doing the 12-jar box. That's what we're doing. Yeah, I see so. the 12-jar box. That's fine. Who cares, about the, who cares about the weight? Nine, let nine Joe... Let, that's the Kodota that's yeah, the that's the shipping weight. weight. Doesn't matter. Joe. Joe. Oh. How much? This is what set off... Uh, Sparky's uh... <laughs> Jelly of the Month Club. The Jelly Month yes. Club. Tyrant. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, Jelly of the Month. Fourteen ninety nine. Fourteen ninety nine. All right, Francie, how much? Um. Eighteen ninety eight. All right, Rain, how much for the Knott's Berry Farm Jelly Twelve Pack? Rain? I'm gonna go with 35. Oh wow! Okay. Wow. And Bobber, Bobber, how much? How much for you? Well, I'm guessing if you're gonna pay about two two dollars a jar at the store, so you get the wooden box, but you're getting a discount for buying the whole thing. I'm gonna go with uh, uh, 24.95. Okay. Okay, can I take it back and go with twenty four ninety four? No. I'm going to go with twenty four ninety eight. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No take backs. Here huh? we go. No, no take backs. Really no take backs. All right. Okay. This one, Francie's... Oh, no change in your mind. Francie's, okay. Francie's going to love this. This is the, the next oh, item. The next item up for bed. Is the uh, okay. novel novelty label makers? Oh, oh my dad had this label makers. Yeah. Oh my god. So, so uh, oh my god, they're like faces. Yeah, they they have faces on them. Uh, and these are uh, listed as no novelty novelty label makers. Forty-two character dial includes punctuation, numbers, and wow. letters. High impact plastic. Spaces prints cuts with operation of one lever, five inches high. In uh, the, in the selection, one of these to Trump. The selection we could we could. The selections are Hound Dog, Bookworm, and Easy Writer. You know, yeah. like Easy Writer, Easy Writer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got um, a helmet on, so that's good. Yeah. So who who started last round? Was it? Joe, did you you started the last round, right? Uh, I'm not sure, but okay. Did you? Do you want me to go? I don't no, know. No, no, no. We'll just start. We'll, we'll start with Francie. Francie, okay. how much for one of these label makers? Okay, five inches high. That's not very big. No. It's kind of little. Um, I'm gonna say uh, 4.98. All right, Rain. How much for the label maker? I'm gonna go with um, 
All right, Bob, how much for one of these uh, fine label makers? Yeah, we used to have, it wasn't the animal, it was the novelty type, it was the regular type. We used to have one of these. Yeah. Um, I would say um, $13.95. And Joe, how much for one of the label makers? Uh, $10. All right. And uh, let's get to our next item here. We only have a few left. This one, uh, this one's going to be good uh, for Bob and Rain when they get their vending machine put in their uh, French-style dining room. Uh, here's, some, here's some canned meat. That slimy jelly on it, right? Oh, yeah. Aspic. Oh, Aspic, you know. It's a assortment. Sure. Food and cheese. Yeah, oh, it's wow. uh, yeah, our lowest way. price since 1974. It's our lowest price wow. since 1974 wow. for any ham, salami, seafood, and cheese package. But this one is the complete gourmet assortment. This great value has everything you need for a complete gourmet snack, including large one-pound ham. This tasty Holland <laughs> ham is surrounded by 13 ounces of cheeses and cheese spreads from Austria and Norway. Um, wow. Yeah. Uh, eight ounce, it has an eight-ounce salami from Denmark. Two, That's what two, she said. Yeah. Two, <laughs> two and a half ounce tins of sardines from Norway and two ounces of each rye and pumpernickel from Germany. Net weight, 47 ounces. Shipping weight, five pounds. How much for the meat? Rain. Um, I'm gonna go with thirty-three forty-five. All right, Bobber, how much for the meat? Mm, yeah, there's a lot of imported stuff here, and and sardines. You know, you don't mm -hmm. get that nowadays. No. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, this is this is probably like uh, I'll say thirty-one ninety-five. Oh. Okay, Joe, how much for this in 1976? Uh, I give you 25 bucks for it, then throw it away. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I would, I would all of Fran I would too. Francie, how much for the meat? I'm going to say $30. All right. Still, no one with the dick move. Uh, I was expecting Bob to like move with the dick move all right here we go the, our next our next to the last item this one is exciting oh my goodness this is a big ticket item here the oh. fire fireball bally uh -oh. commercial quality home uh -oh. model uh -oh. fireball pinball uh -oh. game uh -oh. oh. Yeah. So this, uh, oh. all the excitement of a pinball arcade can be yours at home. Automatic ball feed, so there's never more than one ball in on the playing field at one time. Spring-loaded ball plunger, eight rollover switches, six slingshots, one, uh, three targets, two thumper bumpers, and two spinners. Two individually controlled flippers to keep the ball in play. Adjustable that pendulum does. tilt can be set for as much or as little body English as you like. Automatic game reset. Easy, hard game switch. Blah, blah, blah. Sounds, whatever. 
Um, yeah, so how much? And look at that kid's face there. Look at the mother. Yeah, She's the like, mom. Oh, I, I'm convinced that they were looking at something else and not this pinball machine. That kid's hand is... It in his pocket? That's like no, early that's Photoshop. Like it looks like it's reaching back and touching mom in an inappropriate way. Early oh Photoshop God. disasters. Oh All right. I that, looks, that, that looks like Ted Cruz. Those are probably slits in his pants. <laughs> that is the young Ted Cruz. All right. So where did, who who uh, who picked uh, who gave the last price? Was that Bob that gave the last price? So Joe, yes. I think I, you get to to tell us, Joe, how much did this pinball machine cost? Uh, my supple wrists tell me one hundred and fifty dollars. Okay, Francie, how much was this fine pinball machine in nineteen seventy six? The Fireball. Uh, um, one sixty nine, sixty nine. One sixty nine, sixty nine. All right, Rain. Rain, how much? I'd how buy much? That for a dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. How much, Rain? I'm gonna go with one sixty nine, sixty four. One sixty nine, sixty four. All right, Bobber, how much for this? Uh, a couple cents over. Uh, yeah. So, Bobber, how much? This is a Bali, a Bali pinball machine. Those are the those are the high end ones. Yeah. Um, yeah. And looking at and looking at how much space they they put in there for the for the description price that's been blacked out. I'm gonna. It's definitely over a hundred dollars. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, one seventy four ninety five. All Ooh. right. Ooh. And now. Our very last item, Francie. Are you ready for this one? Because you're going to start out this final oh, round here. Yes. I saved yeah. the best item for last, everyone, because this is so fucking oh, inappropriate boy. in this day and age. This is so inappropriate. Uh, this is. <laughs> this is. What, the what hell? is that? What the L- listen to this. It's it's a keep. Keep it's that? the it's the monster mask and mitts. Keep warm while entertaining or terrorizing your friends. It looks like a terrorist balaclava, and it's like, keep warm while terrorizing your friends. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Does it come with a suicide vest? Um, (laughs) Oh my goodness. So, Francie. Francie, we, we oh need a price. God. We need a yeah. We, they, okay. they obviously didn't know about 9/11 back in 1976. So, oh, um, I need a price. I need a price on the mask <laughs> and the mitts. How gonna, much for the mask? I'm um, gonna I'm gonna say the mask is 7.98 and the mitts are 5.98. All right, Rain. How much for the mask? Uh, mask and how much for the mitts? Isn't it? I'm gonna go with the mask. Um, Six ninety-five. Okay. And the the mitts are four ninety-five. Okay, Bobber, how much for the mask? How much for the mitts? It's so racist. Well, <laughs> it's terrible. Oh God. Bob. Uh, I go twelve twelve ninety-five for the mask and. Nine ninety five for the mitts. All right, Joe. Last item up for bid. You're in the last bidder. Well, 
since this probably carries trademark, uh, you know, licensing <laughs> because of the Judge Nap- Judge Napolitano hair. Uh, yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> Judge Nap. Judge Nap. <laughs> I say Judge Nappy. I say yeah. the mask is eight bucks and the mitts four. All right, there wow. we are. Well, I'll tell you what, guys. I need to go ahead what? and tabulate these results. So we're going to go ahead and take a break. And Francie, you can hold okay. on line. Do you want? Can you mute, or do you want me to? Uh, do you just want to call back after the break? Um, I'll call back. Okay. All right. After yeah. Just break. Yeah. There, there right. you go. So, yeah. So, give us about seven okay. minutes here, Tops. Um, okay. But, yeah. All right. We'll talk to you in a minute, Francine. We'll see who won. Okay. All right. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. So, uh, all right. We're going to go ahead and uh, I'm going to buy me some time with uh, Invisible's kind of a long song, right? <laughs> Isn't that, is Swimming Upside Down or Invisible uh, longer? Uh, I think Swimming Upside Down is probably longer. All right, all right. Let me let me get that. Um, where are we? Uh, swimming. I should have loaded this up, but I was doing other things as well. Uh, and there we go. Swimming upside down. Okay, everybody. We're gonna go ahead and uh, hit the break. We'll be right back with uh, the results of what the hell is that fucking price right here on Turn Up the Night. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick every Tuesday and Friday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. All of us need to stop focusing on the lobbyists and the bloggers and the talking heads on radio and KennyPick.com. Ah, banana oil.
Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank, every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern, exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Hey, I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are... From the bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. You are listening to Indie Media Weekly. I am Michelle Lagan. I am Miles Lagan. We both are co-hosts of Mike Check Radio, along with host Adam Heber. I'm a little bit D&D. I'm a little bit Star Wars. Together with Adam, we cover politics and most things in the nerd universe. Join us on Saturdays from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern here on Ending Media Weekly. All the power without the tower. This is Adam Hebert of Mike Check Radio, and you're listening to Indie Media Weekly Radio. From our family to yours, have a very happy holidays, and remember, in snowball fights, do not put rocks in your snowballs. That's an important safety tip. Thanks, Egon. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Like Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland! <laughs> yeah! 
Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Scranton. And thank you, Washington, D.C. Twice. Welcome back. It is time to get into our results. We just got to wait for Francie to give us a quick call back. And uh, we'll be able to reveal this. Uh, all, all these wonderful prices. And I've tabulated this. And we do have a winner. Oh, we have a winner. And uh, But, yeah, of course, welcome back, Joe Santor. So have you, did you have fun uh, with all these crazy items? Joe? Joe. Uh, did Sharky eat the soft parts of his face? What's going on? <laughs> anyway, we'll get we'll come back to Joe. Uh, uh, oh, Rain, oh, oh, I was oh, muted. There, you were <laughs> muted. You were muted. So I, I sat on the mute button. Yeah. And I, I don't want to spoil it because I don't know if anybody else uh, got one or not. But uh, Joe sent me a, a very uh, uh, sent me a little gift. Him and Barb sent me a little gift, and it brought a little tear to my eye. Uh, so, uh, and it was very nice and a wonderful card with, uh, some, some familiar faces. Uh, yeah. yeah some, some, the Marnus, the current Marnus three. Oh, so, right, uh, they're not Marnus three. <laughs> well, I know I, I, I'm just, uh, you know, being ignorant. They're Weatherwax three, Weatherwax three, Weatherwax three. I'm sorry. So yeah. I didn't, I, I wasn't sure what the Marnus actually meant. So set the record straight. Oh, what is that's that was actually the kennel where we got the name of the kennel where we got our original three collies. Oh, okay, oh. okay. So uh, I wasn't yeah. sure if that was related to the Weatherwax boys or not. That was not. No. Okay. All right. Well, very good. But thank you, and uh, and uh, it, it really very very heartwarming and touching gift that will stay under our Christmas tree this year. And again, I don't want to spoil anything uh, right now because I think you might have sent out something similar to someone else. So, uh, uh -huh. and of course, uh, Bobber, welcome back, uh, my friend. Thank you. Yeah, oh, and, and Bob, Bob, Rain, and Joe, keep an eye out. Uh, there's a, a Amazon package on the way to your house, both of your houses. Oh. So, um, and uh, Rain, welcome back as well. Are you ready to find out the results of the game? I am. All right. I just and, want to make it clear. Yeah. I love mm -hmm. this game. <laughs> I also suck at this game. Well, I I'll tell you this: you didn't get zero so, point. You didn't get zero points. I can tell you that right now. Well, there. Look. So you nobody. Know, when you're at the bottom of the ground, you can only go up. I can tell you what. Everybody, Francie, <laughs> including you, including you, Francie, nobody got zero points in the game. Oh. <laughs> so. Oh. Yay! That's good, right? So, <laughs> all right, so let's go ahead and Yay get us, back Francie. into it. Let's Yay get us. let's Yay get back us. into it, Francie, um, and find out who who scored and who didn't on what item. Oh, so Christ. here we go. All right, so Rain, you let me down on the share doll. I knew it. I knew it. Is I told you as soon as I gave you my answers. It was the like only, yeah, the I only. That. The only person who got a point on this, because the share doll was $7.22 in 1976. Although, Rain, you were damn close with $7.95. Yes, I Should've was. Should have gone a little bit lower. Oh. But uh, Joe was the only person who got a point on this because the trunk, her trunk, was $5.44, and Joe said $4.99. Yeah. So, 
And I gotta so Joe, tell you, I was pissed at the seven ninety five, and I overestimated. Oh, <laughs> damn it! You let me down. All you right. Know what? <laughs> And I cared more about Joe when I was nine years old. Made by the Mego Corporation, the Share doll, which I'm, I yes. collect Mego figures. I, I'm, I'm actually looking to buy a Share figure. Um, and uh, the the tape case, everybody blew it on that. It was five ninety nine. So the closest, what? A, the closest, wow. the closest <laughs> was Wait, Rain. Rain was the Rain was the closest. It was made out of fucking cardboard and vinyl. I said, uh, <laughs> oh my god. Didn't I say five? You said 749, Rain. So you were the closest, but you still oh. won over. All right. Oh. The drum set. Shit. The drum set. Damn it. I'll tell you what. I hate the 70s. Francie. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That drum set was $39.99. You said $29.99. You were the only person under that. So you got a point Ooh. for the drum set. Rain said, got yeah. one point. <laughs> yeah, you got one. You got one. Yeah, I better All enjoy right. it. <laughs> the f- but here, this, this, yeah. the Farrah Fawcett beanbag chair is the game changer. This, oh boy. This is the game changer. Because so Francie got three, Francie small, got right? three, all three yeah. points on this. Francie got all three points on this. Wait, wow. That's right. Yeah. What? Yeah, because Holy the fair the Farrah Fawcett Majors beanbag chair was thirty four ninety five for the king size, twenty nine ninety five for the regular size, and nineteen ninety five for the youth size. And Francie said twenty five ninety five, nineteen ninety five, <gasps> and twelve ninety five. So I didn't you, go over. Damn it! On Why? every on every count, you were closest without going over. So uh, yeah, because Holy shit. Yeah. Holy Dang. shit balls. Um, go, Francie. Yeah, so good job. Seriously, so Francie. Go. I was just right behind her. I could have done the dick move. You could have done the dick move. Yeah. Alright, the hard candy. Is it the hard candy? Oh wait, Francie are you still there, yeah, Francie? Oh, she fell hard off the call. Candy Christmas. Can- candy's next. Hard candy. I hung up on myself. Oh, okay. <laughs> I shouldn't taste have a filthy mind. All right. Well, this is where Joe, you picked up two extra (laughs) points because the hard candy was indeed three ninety nine per tin. You said three dollars. You were correct. And the discount for buying two, Joe, one dollar. And that's what you said. So there we go, Joe. Moving in, moving in, because Francie, Francie's got four points. That, jo- oh. that puts Eight Joe at three. Okay, the hookah water pipe. Okay. The hook. What the heck's going? What the heck's that noise? Somebody, somebody breaking shit because they're they're like not happy with the results here. Somebody take it. Sounds like somebody like, was tap dancing. Being overly dramatic. Whoa! God damn it! God. All right, you guys all blew it on the hookah water pipe. It was only twelve ninety nine. You all went way over. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What was the hookah? Twelve ninety nine. Twelve ninety nine. And you know, you know what else was? You know what else was twelve? Tell you what, Bob. 
you you really missed out on a good deal. Yeah, I <laughs> guess so. Yeah, and really. The not. <laughs> I didn't realize things are so cheap. I keep forgetting how much more a dollar was worth back then. I used I to be able. I used I to be know. able in 1976. So today's money, it's cheap. In 1976. I would go to the store yeah. and buy a bottle of soda, a candy bar, and a comic book and come back with change. So, oh, you yeah, know. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, here we go. Um, let, let me see. Oh, I played the wrong one here. Let me, I'm going to stop. I'm gonna, I got to play another one. I'm going to play the big banana. Okay. So, here we go. Uh, Y'all blew it on the Knott's Berry Farm. Jelly, too. Joe was the closest oh, with wow. four, $14.99, but it was $12.99. Y'all went way over. Oh, wow. Uh, went over. You also all blew it with the label maker. The label maker was two seventy nine, the closest. Francie, you were the closest with four ninety eight, but you still went over. But I went over. Yeah, two seventy nine. Yeah. Okay, you know what? You, I got to tell you something, Ken. I got to interrupt. This entire seventy six thing. It's yeah. just the things that you think are cheap were expensive, and the yeah. Thing, yeah. things that you thought were expensive were cheap, were cheap as fuck. Yeah. Like the meat. The meat coming up. You yes. all went over the on the meat. meat. The meat. The meat. The, meat. the closest on the like meat. $2, was The it? closest on the meat was Joe with 25 but it was only eleven ninety nine. I Holy really shit. hate the 70s right oh. now. $11.99? $11.99? Like sardines and all of that? But it's yeah. not real meat. It's plastic. <laughs> yeah. No, the sardines were real. In the plate that. Hey, Joe, the salami was real and it was fabulous. <laughs> all right. And we, somebody, somebody got a point on the high quality Bally commercial quality home model fireball pinball. Oh, boy. Game. Uh oh. And that, uh -oh. Person, that person was uh, the Braumeister. He said oh. 174. I, 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 you I, said, I know I under, underbid by a lot, right? Oh, way. You underbid by a lot. You said 174.95. You said the highest number. That sucker was six hundred and forty-five dollars. Holy! Yeah. Holy shit! <laughs> what? Yeah, I kind of figured it was a yeah, It had to be more than that, but I didn't want to yeah. get too high. Wow. Well, you you everybody else. you overbid everybody wow. else, so that's all that mattered. And uh, all right, so the last item, the inappropriate terrorist mask. Um, yes. Oh, damn it. Uh, this is where Rain got a point. Rain got a point on this one because guess what, Rain? That mask was six ninety nine. What did you say? <laughs> six ninety five. Oh wow! So Rain, you got the point on that, and everybody went over with the mitts. The mitts were three ninety nine, and Rain, you said oh, wow. you, you had the lowest. Uh, well, four. no, Joe, you said four, but still, it's over by a penny. Those are the rules. Oh man. A penny. Less than seven dollars, yeah. people. Wow. Yeah. So uh shit. our winner tonight, no cheating, no kibitzing, nothing going on there. Totally fair and square. Go back and review the audio, ladies and germs. Francie is the winner tonight, everybody. Oh Yay. Yay. 
four points. Lifetime supply of soap suds. Oh, life su- <laughs> lifetime supply of turtle wags. Francie, here's Yay! what you... All right. Oh, God. Francie, this is I what you win. I wax my turtle. In our showcase <laughs> showdown. Did you um, just say that, Francie? She's going to yes, wax I her just turtle. Said that. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> so congratulations, Francie. You will be receiving... Again, the lifetime Ooh. supply of uh, uh, turtle wax, a catalog oh, to choose items from from service merchandise. <laughs> no. <laughs> they went out of business. Yay! Yay! Yeah. Ah uh, yes. Uh, and a certificate to Caldors. <laughs> and a brand new cardboard box full of junk. Uh, <laughs> so there you go. You oh, win, Francie. Thousand dollar gift certificate to Gimbals. Yeah, to Yay! Gimbals. <laughs> but yeah, But Francie, I promise you, you will your your prize will be uh, uh, some stocking stuffer quality items. I'm not going to send you a bunch of dirty old crap. I'll send you some fun stuff you can share with everybody. Um, and, uh, uh, yeah. And I hope you enjoy. Good job. Well. Good job. I will. I will enjoy it. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. That was and fun. I'll I didn't put expect this. I'll put something in there for the heads too. Like maybe some, you know, Groucho, Groucho glasses or something. So. Oh. Yeah. They will love it. <laughs> they will. Some warm toupees would be good. Some warm oh, toupees. Oh, they have hair. Okay. They have better hair oh. than Trump. Uh, <laughs> they they certainly do. What I'm doesn't? Not, I'm not I have, happy. No, I got things in the well, fridge that, that have fun. better hair than Trump. So, huh? uh, I have, I have everybody left, has better hair. I than said Trump. I I have leftovers in the fridge that have better hair than Trump. Um, oh, so, <laughs> oh, that's probably mean. probably less toxic. I'm kidding. We don't have fuzzy leftovers. Um, but, uh, anyway, Francie, I'm going to say goodbye, but there was a request in the chat room. Penis, penis, penis. Oh, (laughs) see, see what you did. Ah. Good job. I had to shove it in there. Oh, Oh, no. Oh, wow. I had to shove it in there. I know. I well, hey, that Sarah Fawcett beanbag is disturbing. Oh, dear God, Francie. This is why I, I love know. Francie. Mamma mia, yes. that's a spicy meatball. Spicy meatball. And the salami <laughs> is real and it's fabulous. There you go. All right, Francie, we love okay. you. We got to let you go. Everybody. Thanks for having me on. Send, hell, send, me, send me your address again. Weekend. Send me your address again on Facebook, okay? And we'll talk about, um, okay. we'll talk about uh, okay. doing the interview, too. Okay. All right. Bye bye. Take care, everybody. Have a great weekend. Bye. 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 Happy holidays. All right. Uh, All right. So let's do our good job, guys. Everybody got at least a point. Yay. So (laughs) we're all winners. (laughs) But seriously, shit shit was cheap in the 70s, man. A dollar went a yeah, lot you know what? further. I, I just went and did a, little, did a little check, and a dollar in 1977 is the equivalent of 425 today. Well, there you go. See, thank you for doing that, because I, mm-hmm. I, when we did this shit, I was like, oh yeah, I remember I wanted that, and my mother said we can't afford it, and yeah. so I immediately thought, well, it was 14.95. 
Well, and, and think about that too. Five seventy three. So that share doll uh, essentially uh, it was seven dollars. So that yep. was like holy shit. Uh, that was like a twenty-two dollar doll then, twenty-five dollar, twenty-six dollar doll. Yeah. So yeah. Yep. That's crazy. Um, but all right, let's let's do our parting shots right now. Um, so uh, <laughs> well, I'll I tell get you more what. Bitter about my parents I'll tell you and what. their cheapness. Lope, whoever scored the lowest points goes first. Rain and uh, Rain and Bob, you each got one point, so we'll go alphabetically. Bob. Um, what's your parting shot? Um, I, I think the today the, the all the news, um, you know, it was pretty exciting stuff. Lots lots of good information. Um, and I don't remember who posted it in the uh, chat. I th- might have been Livin', but I'm not sure. But it's a it's a Twitter uh, thread from Kurt Eichenwald. Mm-hmm. Yes, and yes, he goes, it was live. Yes, yeah, he goes through, and he, I've sort of been reading it like during the breaks. And uh, Trump is fucked, he is totally fucked. I like that. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, it's stuff, uh, but you know, like the money laundering, bank fraud, it's just amazing. I mean, the, I he don't have any deals with Russia, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm. It, it's going to be a good weekend, and just be prepared for the onslaught of, of shardy Trump uh, tweets, because it's going to oh. be a hell of a weekend. Oh, and you know what's going to be playing around in the Oval Office, right? Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Uh, <laughs> and uh, all right, good stuff. Anything else, Bobber? No, that's it. Have a great all weekend, everybody. All right. All right. Thank you very much. Uh, Rain, uh, what do you got? Uh, a little miss one point. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Yay. One point. I'm winning. Um, <laughs> wow. In 1976, winning. In 1976, I was nine. I was five. All right. Well, then you should feel bad for me, too. I do. Anyway. anyway. So everything that Bob just said about the Kirk Eichenwald thread mm-hmm. is really important. And um, I, my parting shot is from a guy on Twitter who I agree with. And it really comes down to, here's what he po- posted. The rule you can indict a sitting president should not apply to crimes that made a person the sitting president. Boom. Mm-hmm. All right. Mike Trump. Yeah, very good. Yeah, that's my that's my parting shot. All right, I, I got to interject here real quick uh, before we get to Joe's parting shot. I did not know this. Side guy had the big old uh, the big old uh, uh, double quarter birthday on Tuesday, and we missed it. He was stuck. I think he was stuck in limbo in our old chat room for a while oh, there. But so he turned fifty. Uh, that's what he said. Um, so, happy birthday, Psy Guy. So, Psy Guy, yeah, happy birthday. Here's your birthday moaner. This is your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey! Hey! Your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey! Hey! Thank you. Thank you, all dear friends, for coming to my Wait, he said he turned the big double nickel to all 55. Oh, okay. So. All right. Are we going to do it again? No, no. I just. Okay. 
I was just uh, doing it in addendum. Five. In addendum. <laughs> so I gave him an. I gave him. Guy. I gave him a nickel back. Uh, <laughs> a nickel back. <laughs> Got bricks of rubber photograph. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joe. Uh, <laughs> what's your parting shot? And happy, seriously, happy birthday, Saiga. I'm sorry we missed it uh, on Tuesday, but uh, hope you had a great time. Have a terrific weekend. And, and all that jazz. But Joe, Mr. Three-Pointer, came oh, in three second point, yeah. place. I shot from the three-point line, and I made the basket. There you tonight. go. All right, you sure yes. did. All right, well, what's your parting uh, shot? First of all, happy happy birthday, Psy Guy. Uh, secondly, uh, I don't have much. Uh, we did a, um, cr- I did a Christmas reading of the night before Christmas on uh, the Tim Carmall show last week. Very nice. We're taking the week off. So there'll be the best of the clown car, volume 25. Wow. Yes, volume 25. Yes, we may have two box sets for Christmas. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. Yes, yes. and they'll be only available on on vinyl. So it's a big big box. Yeah. (laughs) Big box. My goodness. And we'll be back. And I'm, I'm. I don't know. I don't know. What are we going to do? I'm going to do. We have one more show before Christmas. Um, yeah. I might I might bring back my 2013 How the Libs Stole Christmas. Oh, there you go. Yes. I might bring it back. You could drag I might your, update uh, it a little bit. You could drag all three sizes of your Farrah Fawcett bean bag out of the, out of the attic and dust them don't off. Don't mess with my, my Farrah. That's gone. <laughs> It's gone. That's gone. My 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 bags and my beans are all gone. Oh God! (laughs) The first to go. Let me tell you. First to go is your bean. Then your bag. (laughs) Then you got nothing. Well, on that happy note. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, everybody, uh, uh, again, Mike check radio is off tomorrow. Um, congratulations to Francie. I'm going to put together a really great prize package for her and Hey, that's an incentive <laughs> yes, for everybody. Congratulations to Francie. Yeah. Th- and that's an incentive. Uh, uh, seriously, if you win the game, I will send you something cool and we're probably going to do this again next week, uh, before the holidays really kick into high gear, uh, so I can get packages out. And, you know, I will put good stuff in, in prize packages for people because we have a little bric-a-brac things that we, we buy stuff and say, oh, this would make a nice gift for an emergency or something, <laughs> you know, but, uh, you know, I'll, I'll send some fun stuff. I'll send CDs, whatever, um, comic books. I got plenty of cool stuff to send out, paperbacks, whatever. Um, and sex toys. No, kidding. Uh, <laughs> what? Don't, don't tease. A box of dildos. Uh, <laughs> yay, dildos. Yeah, so, you know. A box of dildos. Yeah, no, I'm just, I just Only did that. Only used. That was an excuse uh, to, yeah, oh. Oh, darkness, there. no friends. <laughs> <laughs> All right, no, I kid. No, it, there will be nothing uh, used on the body uh, sent out. Uh, but yeah, next week we'll do the same thing. 
Uh, we might do a slightly more abbreviated version, but this was fun. I wanted to have some fun tonight, and I think we did. But anywho, uh, stick around. I, I might play some music tonight uh, for the night show. But if nobody's hanging out in the chat room, I'm you know just gonna play what I want to hear or whatever. I don't even know, you know. So if anybody wants to hear some requests tonight, put them in the chat room. Stay right here. Put them in the chat, and I'll uh, if I don't have it, I'll buy it, and um, you know. We'll go from there. Oh, and Pete Shelley, rest in peace. Pete Shelley from the Buzzcocks just died. 63 years old. Definitely going to queue up some oh, of his wow. stuff. Um, love uh, Buzzcocks and Pete Shelley's solo stuff. I saw them in 2005 at House of Blues. Uh, great show. And I got to talk to him briefly, too. Really sweet guy. Just like one of the nicest guys ever. Uh, so anyway, uh, that's all I got. Let's go ahead and wrap things up right now. See you in the funny papers, kids. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. <laughs> That's it. Surprise, motherfucker. Hallelujah! Holy shit! Where's the Tylenol?